Hello. 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 Sorry, I'm very hungry. I haven't had anything to eat all day. Ah. So, I'm gonna be munching. Hmm. Mm. I am cutting my ramen with scissors. Do you ever cut your ramen with scissors so that when you scoop it, it's like, it's like not long and stringy? I've never done that. You've never done that before? I do this all the time. <laughs> I love doing this. Maybe I'm not the only one. Maybe I am. All right, Manny. It has been... This one was just as last minute as the other one because I forgot that I was busy on Sunday and I fucked up our schedule. Um, so I apologize. But um, we made it in time nonetheless. So... <laughs> You um, you watched the the movies and and stuff. Yes. And you also watched Sunny Boy. Yes. So, did you watch anything else besides that? Um. Um. I after watching the Batman movie, I'm still under like this Batman buzz. Ooh. So I was a Batman movie or show to watch. I was going to watch the Batman animated show, but I ended up watching Justice League one. Ooh, that's and I cool. watched like the first, I watched the first 13 episodes. Damn. It's, that's it's good. Really, it's really cool. Like, I really, I, I missed out <clears throat> on watching these animated shows when I was a kid because this shit is so fire. They're the best like DC content. Yeah. Um, People like how like People liked DC more than Marvel because of these shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, the thing is with the show is that, like, all the underrated characters get a lot of limelight. Yeah. Like, Hot Girl puts in <laughs> so much work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Then, like, when they first meet up and, like, Superman's like, Hot Girl, get behind me. And then she was like, she's like, just ran around him and started fucking <laughs> That was like the first episode. And even after that, she's like she's like low key been carrying the whole group. That's really cool. Is there any um are there any episodes that like stick out? Like if you had to give like the best episodes of season one? Well, I'm not done with season one, but from the ones I saw, I like the I like the ones when they came to when they first came together because mm-hmm. it was it was Martian Martian Manhunter who got who brought them together. Really? And they had no teamwork. And That's then like so at funny. the end of the episode they're like Um they're like, yo, let's make like a Justice League type of thing. <laughs> then they all put their hands in. And then like, <laughs> they all look like, yo, Batman, you're not gonna come. Batman's like he says Batman says some funny shit. He's like, I'll work alone or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So that, yeah. It's the show's really good and Instead of um, how Jordan Green landed, it's the John it's the, Stewart. The black guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was and... my Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even saying that as a joke. Like, that's that's the one I knew as a kid. I knew the black yeah. one. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that. And then, um, uh, fucking, because of the recent. The last episode in um, uh, My Dresser Darling. Yeah. 
Um, because the last episode, I was like, I want to. I was like, I just want to watch another romance right now. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I watched the first episode of this other show. It's called Sundere Children. Is I think I'm gonna watch. Huh? Is it old or is it new? It came out in 2017. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That's what I remember. All right. Uh, no other Batman content. That's that's all the Batman stuff. Yeah, just this is uh, Justice League. How's Elden Ring? Elden Ring. Elden Ring is a lot of fun. That's good. But uh, you know, Elden Ring challenges me. Yeah. So you haven't been playing it playing it as much. No, I've been playing it. Mm. Usually, like, this is like when no one's online, I hop on. Right. Make progress. Like, there's so much content. There's so much shit to do. So, I'm gonna definitely finish the game. And yeah, yeah. Elden Ring, Ring is amazing. Cool. Um. So I guess you can talk about Sunny Boy before we get into any of the movies. Sunny Boy. Ah oh, man. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait. Maybe I should talk about my the stuff that I watched. Yeah, that's yours. Yeah. Um, I I wrote it all down because I watched a lot of movies. Um, let me give me one second. So, I watched a movie called Fargo, which is a crime drama that takes place in the South and stuff, and it's made by the guys who made No Country for Old Men, and I Ooh. really enjoyed it, and I'm recommending it solely on the fact that it's made by the same people and it's kind of like the same type of story um it's a lot more funny than no country for old men but it is also serious so it's like a mix of funny and a mix of serious and um i'm not gonna sit here and say it's as good as no country for old men because i don't even remember that movie that much but fargo um it also won best picture at the oscars it also won best actress just like no Country for Old Men won Best Actor, so I guess like statistically they're on the same merit, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so Fargo, um, I watched a movie called Saturday Night Fever. It has John Travolta in it. He fucking dances. They play like seventies music, like da na na, staying alive, and he dances to the music. And John Travolta, it was when he was like not ugly and he was like fucking sexy as fuck, and he got bitches, and. I think it's my favorite movie. Um, so there's that. That is that is a that is a ten out of ten in my book. I like it a lot. Um, then I watched a try-hard artsy movie called The Holy Mountain, and the one of the YouTubers, probably my favorite YouTuber, says that this is his favorite movie. So I was very excited to watch this, and. I always get anxious for artsy movies because I don't know if I'm going to get it or if it's going to be too complicated. But I actually did understand this movie and I was able to like decipher it and it was very, very good. And I think that even though it's like try hard and artsy, I think that you will, I think it's something that you would enjoy too. Um, it's like Mononoke, like not Princess Mononoke, like Mononoke, but like mm. even harder. <laughs> like if, if it makes any sense, like it's, it's even harder to understand than that but it has like that style where everything is conveyed through like visual metaphors you have to like 
they don't show you directly what's on screen, but they'll show you something kind of like it. So you have to like kind of infer what's happening. It's really cool. I love the movie. Um, so I'd recommend it. I think it's on, it might be on HBO. It might not be, but The Holy Mountain. And then I watched a movie called Fantastic Planet, which is a artsy. Oh, that shit's on HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you, so you know about that. Mm. Yeah. That is very good. It's, I know that you would like that too. Um, so it's really short. It's only an hour and 12 minutes. So I would highly recommend it. I, I'm pretty sure that you would enjoy it. Um, Fantastic Planet was good. And then Sunday, the reason why I had to cancel the call was because I forgot that I was doing an all-day Lord of the Rings marathon at the the theater. And I it was at, from 11 a.m. to midnight. And it was all day. And it was fucking awesome. It was like the That's coolest. Yeah, yeah. It was the coolest experience I've ever had. And that's why I couldn't call on Sunday. Um, and I'm upset because I wanted to tell you about that in case you wanted to maybe talk about Lord of the Rings, like for a whole episode, like, but that, I forgot that, that, um, that like marathon session was in between like the last episode and this episode. So I was like, fuck, but, um, I love Lord of the Rings and yeah. I, I fucking love it. It's it's on par with like Star Wars and the Matrix as like I understand why they're classics in that way. Um right. the first the first Lord of the Rings is a ten out of ten. It's it's one of my favorite movies. Um and the other two are good, but it's kind of like a matrix situation where like the first one can't be matched. So but they're yeah. still good. Um and then I watched have you ever heard of, uh, you know who Akira Kurosawa is? Like the guy who made Seven Samurai. He's like a classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I watched a movie I that he I know him from Seven. Yeah. Yeah. He made a movie called Rashomon. And it's one of his like highly regarded samurai movies. That is a movie that I know that you will like. And I'm recommending. I watched a lot of other things, but I'm I'm picking the ones that I know that you will like. And that's on HBO Max. If you want to watch that. And then I watched another movie from the people who made No Country for Old Men called Raising Arizona. And it has Nicolas Cage. And it's also a Southern movie where they talk all Southern and funny. This one's not serious at all, though. It's a full-blown comedy. But I think it's really funny. And it's made by the No Country for Old Men guys. So you might like it. And that is everything I watched. So that's all that. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. And I'm two seasons deep into Attack on Titan. And I want to be caught up because I, to my understanding, the next episode will be the last episode. Um, so hopefully we'll talk about it on the next episode. And hopefully after this, I'll be caught up. Um, I also watched the movies, every movie that we're going to talk about twice. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, all right. Uh, talk about Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy, a Madhouse original. Mm -hmm. uh, also, it's been like seven years since Madhouse did an original, and it's I find it interesting how they would uh, they would go for something like Sunny Boy because Sunny Boy is so try hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
extremely subtle like yeah. extremely subtle so that's already i already like it because it's subtle you know mm-hmm. it's you're, you're already seeing the art style yeah it, it looks it looks amazing sometimes this part's in the show especially in the last episode with the the, the it looks like so beautiful like and like you know this is the, this type of art style is usually what we see in like movies right it's just like from what i'm guessing um that show that's about what's that movie you saw with the girl we watched it and talked about it no you watched it it's about josie the tiger and the fish no it's it's words bubble up like soda pop no it's it's a movie that i saw that you didn't see that i brought up on the podcast yeah anime movie it had a girl in it yeah um mirai it's right on... no it's right on the two nights what's it about it's like it has to do with uh tatsumi galaxy oh the night is short walk on girl yeah, from what I from what I seen from that cover, yeah, it kind of looks like that. So for but for anime, like this art style is really unique. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. And the show, it's the show is so good. I can, cause I, I was talking about, I was talking about it with my friend, right? And I went very in deep, but I don't know if you're gonna watch it, but I I think it's very worth it. Okay. And you told me you saw like the first five episodes, right? I think I saw the first three. The last thing I remember, it was a little episodic, so it wasn't, yeah. I, I didn't remember exactly, but I remember there was like a, a subplot about a girl and her cat, and she had a power where like she could give people things, and then she, the, the economy yeah. was kind of born around just her, <laughs> and it was, it was fucking things yeah. up. Yeah, she's a, that's her background episode. She, she's like, a main character later on right but the show the show is episodic with one goal mm-hmm. in the end is to like go back home right when you like throughout the show it's like it's it it, it dives so deep because like the main the mc and the girl you just speaking about like their home life is like very like kind of just shitty right yeah and you like you wonder like why does these people like are so like eager to go home and it feels so confusing like it's so <laughs> hard to talk about especially because you haven't watched it yeah it's very I know. Hard to talk about, but yeah you don't have to talk about it in detail i just wanted to know if you thought it was good or bad really yeah it's i thought it was incredible okay good and i thought i thought even though like its theme has been been done before i really like how it was how it was done in this show i thought it was really good cool it's like to me it's one of the like the best 12 episode anime ever in my opinion it's one of like and when i think of like 12 episodes i'm not talking about like a show that's like 12 episodes and that's it you know like like something like uh death parade you know what i mean right. like the show did a lot in 12 episodes and you know i'm a fiend for the the subtle the subtleness so and that show is extremely subtle like i remember watching it now you <laughs> I like go on Reddit after every episode. <laughs> That's so I'll, cool. I literally read like paragraphs and paragraphs of like discussions, theories, and like what it all meant. And then uh, it were, like it kind of ties up at the end, but then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like just left 
left up to your interpretation. So that's really I cool. Was really, really good. I will. Um, I'll definitely check it out. Attack on Titan kind of comes first, um, and I would like to talk about it as soon as possible so that it's like fresh in your mind. So maybe maybe that can be for next episode. Maybe it can be for later. But you've definitely piqued my interest. I didn't dislike it. The main thing that demotivated me is because there was like a YouTube interview before the show like finished and the guy like spoiled his own show like the director like said what what was happening like in the thing i was like oh my god bro and i just um i don't want to say it to you because i don't want your reaction to like add to the spoiler but you know (laughs) i'll have no i'm gonna have no reaction okay he he said that they were in like an alien dimension or or something along those lines and the show does not articulate that in its first three episodes you're supposed to not understand that and it's supposed to be kind of a mystery like what's going on and when he said that i was like what the fuck like why would you tell me that like i don't uh so i don't know how true that is i don't know if there's like more room for interpretation but it came out of the dude's mouth so i was like oh my god um but i'm still gonna watch it that's interesting that he would say that yeah i will Watch it, and then I'll rewatch that to make sure exactly what he said. I'm paraphrasing because it's been like a couple months, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. What would you rate it? Probably in probably in year like eight point four. Okay, cool. That's good. Now I'm very intrigued, given your very positive review. All right. I want to make like a list of the best 12 episode <laughs> death yeah. parade is probably, probably number one. really i haven't seen death parade i gotta check that you out you don't like i mean it was in a death parade episode really <laughs> yes. oh my god like the character like yagami is it made yes. by the guy who um made i don't know he pulled up <laughs> in like episode six and it and you know you know why it makes so sense because like light when light dies in death no like <laughs> yeah it's like it doesn't go to heaven or be, go to hell like, right he becomes like a shimmy guy and it's like weird seeing him in this place like it's like right when he dies oh he's my god that's like, so oh my god that would have been like the coolest shit if i if i didn't know it fuck oh. no it's okay don't worry i think you watched it no i, I didn't watch you it seen death no i haven't seen death frame i'm still i'll still watch it despite that um that's actually more inclination to watch it. Fuck. All right. Cool. That's great. It's very interesting. All right. Well, uh, I guess we can get into the movies. Um, I think we should start with Ninja Scroll. Do you want to start with Ninja Scroll? Yeah. Okay. Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll. Um, I feel like. I would have liked this movie if I haven't seen uh, Wicked City. <laughs> it's like yeah. the same exact thing. Yeah, it's the exact same movie. It's just, the only different thing here is that the female lead dies. It's yeah. Like, it's like a cool, stoic MC. Mm-hmm. Mad, like a girl that doesn't like the dude at the start. Right. Goes to like him, and then the yeah. old guy. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the same. It's the same exact. It's, it's the only thing different is the setting. I know, yeah. But yeah, so it's it's like a Nausicaa situation where like you think the movie's yeah. like decent but you don't like it because you just saw a movie that was exactly the same. I don't even I wouldn't even call it decent. I don't really? even think it was good at all. Wow, really? You didn't enjoy it? Because 
because of the similarity to Wicked City or because of dislikes that you had? I think it's the I think it's the Wicked City thing. Okay. Interesting. I I knew it was probably going to affect your experience because it did affect mine, but I'm surprised that you didn't enjoy it at all. Um, because I thought it was better than Wicked I, City I, in I almost every way. It is better than Wicked City. They're mm-hmm. both they're both ass. <laughs> just, uh, I just wish I watched this first. Yeah. I don't know. I was, just, I was expecting so much more. Like, because Ninja Scroll is like, it's a, uh, as here, people say, call it a classic. Mm-hmm. It's a legendary, like, anime film. Yeah. I went into it, like, expecting, like, some greatness. Mm. But it's like, you know, like, I think, like, Sword of the Stranger did this kind of thing, like, better. Um,. Like, uh, how, when you say sort of the like stranger this, did like this, this like, uh, mysterious vagabond samurai guy, really? or, uh, Ronin guy. I thought that dude was more interesting in that one. Like if I had to pick which one's better, I would say sort of stranger is better. I can see that. I can see where you're coming from. I, I did like Ninja Scroll. I did kind of have that once. Well, I did see this before I saw Wicked City. So I already kind of have like. It's it's been sitting in my brain for a long time. I've already seen it. My initial reaction was like, oh, that was like a fun action-y thing, but it wasn't really anything more than that. Um, and now that I've seen Wicked City and now that I understand his aesthetic and what he's trying to go for, and after I like analyzed Wicked City frame by frame and like why it was bad, watching Ninja Scroll just put a grin on my face because I do like Wicked City despite its issues. And I just wish it didn't have them. And Ninja Scroll kind of is just the same thing without the overly gratuitous, like, sexual stuff. But it still has the sexual stuff, so it's still edgy and cool. But it doesn't get in the way of the story like Wicked City. And um, the fights are a lot more, like, engaging and varied because Mm -hmm. they all have, like, unique superpowers that I really like. And um, there's, like, a central antagonist that's, like, really connected to the main character so I'm kind of connected to like the story and I like the bad guys a lot more than in Wicked City. They feel like more important. Um, and I like the the gimmick with the female character more than Wicked City as well. And the old guy was better uh, than mm-hmm. in Wicked City. Like he was annoying, but the movie acknowledged that he was annoying. And like they knew the whole time, like this guy is being an inconvenience to these characters, but we're going to write him this way. And the main characters are constantly going to like talk snarky to him because they know that he's, he's bad. Right. So yeah, I, I, I liked it. And um, yeah, I gave wicked city like a five out of 10, but um, those were really just for it's, it's like flaws overall. I did enjoy it. And Ninja scroll is just the same thing to me, but better, um, better enough to wear. I liked it to watch it two times. And I have a lot of compliments to give um, to the movie. I don't want to take too much time um, because I know that you might not have much to add. But I think the movie is very like boom, 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 boom. Like it doesn't waste any time. Like Wicked City didn't really waste that much time either. But this movie was very much like like fight, you know, a little bit of exposition. But like the exposition isn't bad. Fight, fight, fight exposition like you know the girl dies final battle done and it's like oh it's it's such a fun ride for me the whole time 
like as I'm watching it. Um, and I, there's a lot of like subtle things about the movie that I do really enjoy. I really like that none of the bad guys, like all their deaths are at the hand of their faults because of their infighting with one another or because of like a weakness that they have when it comes to their character or when it comes to not understanding their power. So like the, the big muscle guy, like that turned to stone, like, you know, he's, he was like, you know, indulging in the girl and he like raped her and that's what got him killed. It's not because the main character killed him. It's because he got poisoned by the thing. And then like his sword, like hit him and it like damaged him. And then the bee guy like fell in the water and he like wasn't paying attention to the fact that the bees would sting him when he was in the water and all the characters, like every single character dies at the hands of their own, um, shortcomings. And I like how the final guy dies, like drowning in the gold that he aspired to like get the entire movie. I think that's kind of cool. It's simple, but it, it works really well for me. Um, and he dies like Dio. So I like, it's, I just really like it. Um, cause he, you know, he has a scar in his neck and, and, um, he regenerates and the guy cuts him in half. And it just reminded me of, of Jojo so much. Um, and yeah, there's probably some other things that I have to say about it, but I, I know that this is a very simple movie and it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really spark a lot of conversation, so I won't spend too much time on it. I will look at my notes and then we can uh, move on um, once I once I finish everything I need to say. There are, I, I guess you compared it to Sword of the Stranger, but when, it, when you think of other samurai pieces of media, like what, does any other things come to mind that you like more than this? Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo. Afro, Afro Samurai. Um, I, this, I watched a bunch of Samurai shows. So after I watched uh, Samurai Shampoo, I was on like a, a Samurai kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I watched a bunch of uh, different Samurai shows. And yeah. this, this was... What I can really take away from this uh, movie is the MC's character design. I thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like... It's just Wicked City. Yeah. Wicked City came out in 89, right? 1989. Uh, yeah, 1989, and this was 1992 or 93. So this was 90. like, yeah, this was like five years after that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Know, it's too much of this, it's the same thing. I feel you. Once I, once I saw the old guy, I was like, I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I understand. But, I wonder if... I haven't seen Vampire Hunter D. I wonder if it's going to be like the same thing. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll skip that one. <laughs> I think we should. But yeah. I think um one thing else, I like Wicked City's ending more with just them two coming together with their relationship. Really? That's one thing I was like That's okay. one thing I really took away from Wicked City is their mm -hmm. relationship. But with this yeah. one like when the girl died, I was like, okay, that's different. Right. And he, now he's going to fight the final boss, and then then he wins. Yeah. And that's kind of... Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. But, like, for Sword of Stranger, like, the theme is, like... I, I, I really like the theme of Sword of Stranger. It was, like... I know I didn't talk highly of it when we spoke about it, but the whole thing was, like, 
the reason why he didn't die because he, he got the gift from the kid and that gift came from his like his kindness to help him out. Yeah. And in the end, I saved him. Mm-hmm. Then he killed him with the sword of stranger. Right. I thought the whole like that whole concept was cool and that really like tidied up the movie at the end. Yeah. I thought that was just a great theme for the movie, whereas uh, I didn't really take away any themes for this movie. Mm. The main I it was really just the relationship between the the girl and the dude and in the same band as wicked city where wicked city is kind of just about love saves the day um i felt the same way with ninja scroll and they did it in a different way where like because she can't have sex um like the dude like she you know she says it in the movie she says it when she dies she's like i was pushing myself away from you because i was scared of getting close to you and liking you um and you know i can't really share my love with you in any way so i didn't want to do that but i was really hoping that i could share my love with you being that you're the one person that i could possibly do it with and i kind of i don't want to say it's cliche because i don't really i can't think off the top of my head where i've seen that before but i feel like i've seen that before somewhere but it worked really well for me that theme and the way that ties into the final battle for me it's basic but when he like grabs the dude's like like coat thing and he like smashes his fucking his um the the thing that the girl gave him like on the dude's head and it like crushes um that's a small moment but that's where it kind of came full circle to me because you also have to take into account that that guy is very like misogynistic he's not very loving he's kind of reflective of a lot of the bad guys in wicked city where he doesn't respect women like in the beginning, it shows like the chamber, the Chamberlain, like fucking like a girl. If you remember that scene, like closer to the beginning of the movie, and then it's revealed at the end that he was the Chamberlain the whole time, you know. And even his like goons are like lusting over him, like the whole movie. Like I want to fuck the boss. So it's it's cool that the misogynistic like evil fuck that like wants the gold gets beat by like the guy who loves and cares for like the girl so much that he didn't have sex with her. And I like that he didn't have sex with her because the only way that she, that she could know that he loved her was if he didn't fuck her. Because if he had sex with her, then there are so many things that she could have derived like, oh, maybe he did it just so he could get cured. Maybe he did it out of pity. Da, 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 da. But when he hugs her and then he just dips, then it's telling her like, hey, I really do love you and respect you. And I'm not going to use this situation to like, you know, take advantage of you like for my own desires. And... It is basic, and I will... I do actually like um, the themes of Sword of the Stranger more as well. So I agree with you in that sense, but that's what I feel like Ninja Scroll was going for, and if I had to say how it came full full circle, um, I'd say in that sense. I think it was just about kind of love, really, <laughs> and it's, it's basic, but um, yeah. it was done in an edgy, cool kind of way, and I loved it. I think the the strongest parallel is Wicked City, but the other one that I did draw was Afro Samurai because it's he's a samurai and he has to fight like a bunch of he has to fight like eight bad guys that come at him in like waves, and um, I like it probably just as much at as Afro Samurai. I think as like a boss movie where he's like fighting boss battles, I think I like Ninja Scrolls bosses more than Afro Samurai's bosses if you know what i mean that's crazy 
Yeah. You you think it's crazy? I don't even. I remember. Because like, well, everyone remembers the last one. Yeah. The, the final boss in Afro Samurai is good. I remember the bear, the final boss, and then yeah. there was a guy with a rocket launcher, and then there was the robot Afro Samurai. Um, and was that it? Were there other ones? I think that was it. But, I, but I remember. Thing, go ahead. I said because like Afro Samurai is so stylistic, mm -hmm. and you know Afro himself is so cool. Yeah, I'm not saying that the dude from this score isn't cool, but I feel like a lot of the boss fights in Ninja Scroll like weak. Like mm -hmm. the shadow guy, like he just throws the sword into the yeah. shadow. A lot. I will admit, a lot of the boss fights are kind of like a one two, and then they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I do agree in that sense. I I just kind of like what they represent for the bad guy and like how it's reflective of like, oh, this guy lost because like, you know, the guy that has like the little, the string thing that electrocutes people, he lost because he, he got exploded from the other girl and he was being a bitch to her the whole time. The, the other girl lost because her gunpowder thing, she got thrown with oil and you know her power was the result of her demise even though they die in very quick ways like you might not you probably can't even call any of them fights because they're so short but the way they die and how like their powers are always a result of their demise or like their character is a result the result of their demise that's what i really enjoyed um and the set pieces when they died also kind of gave it this level of like heft that that's not like the, the right word but it made it a little bit more eventful you know like when the blind guy when he's fighting the blind guy in like the bamboo forest like he doesn't do that with any of the other characters you know it feels it feels like you know let's go to this like the stage like the level to fight the boss <laughs> in this level and he uses the environment to his advantage so and then he fights the shadow guy in like the dawn and it's all red um i do understand where you're coming though you're absolutely justified in feeling that way even the fights in wicked city felt more like fights um, yeah yeah that's that's valid the only real fight fight is the last fight um and even yeah. that is like super brief so yeah yeah that's why I, that's why i said that to me the afro comparison is crazy i heard the afro the afro just the animation alone is just like yeah this is the last fight is like right. I know the animation in Afro Samurai is great, but I love the animation here. <laughs> I really do. I know it's like basic, but I really like cell mm. animation. I really like that kind of like uh, you know you're putting cells onto a thing and you're taking a picture. I like that. It's tactile. I also really like whenever they use lights because the lights reflect onto the cell and you can see that it's like an actual light and it just resonates with me a lot. I like I like Kawajiri's art style. I like his character design or whoever is the character designer on on these movies. Um but I can understand cuz Afro Samurai is definitely like more frames, <laughs> more more shit's happening. <laughs> um and the choreography is like a lot more interesting in a show like that. That's valid. Um and he's black. Say again? And he's black. Yeah. <laughs> and he's black. Um, yeah, I'm just scrolling through my notes. I think. That, Go ahead. That scene where, like, 
I forgot the dude's name, but the dude and Afro Samurai were like, who was like following him, the old, the old guy. Right. And like he wasn't like real, but then like he saved him from one of the strikes. Mm-hmm. I thought that scene was like so crazy. <laughs> I need to I rewatch like, oh, Afro Samurai. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> what did that represent? It's been a long time, I but I. I don't know because he said like he said something when he died and Afro was looking at him crazy like yeah and I was like I thought he was fake and yeah. he was like he is fake yeah it's like what really happened you know mm-hmm. I was like I was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being very confused but it probably had yeah. a little bit more narrative yeah. significance do you like Afro Samurai Resurrection I didn't watch that oh you didn't wow you should we should probably talk about that <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. But um, let me look at my notes real quick. Uh, one thing about I wanted to say about the animation. I like, I I like Wicked City. I like the art style. I like the way it looks. Um, <clears throat> it connects with me a lot. Wicked City is blue. Ninja Scroll is blue, red, green. It's like the whole fucking rainbow. <laughs> I love I love like that it just varies in terms of its colors, um, so much. I like that. I like that a lot about Ninja Scroll. That's just a brief thing that I wanted to mention. And I, um, yeah, I just, I like, I understand why this guy is considered like, um, like a classic amongst a lot of people like this director, because he just, he has a very specific style. He makes very edgy things and he has a very clean, like character design and art style with the cell animation. Um, and I'm very interested and Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. And I guess I'll tell you how it is whenever I choose to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. yeah, apparently they were trying to make a sequel to this movie, but it never got off the ground. There's like a trailer and everything. But Ninja Scroll wasn't very popular in Japan. So right. it didn't. It didn't um, get any investors, and they're like, "Well, maybe, maybe if we like get the West to produce it in some way, because it's popular in America, which is very interesting." I think, I think the reason why I like it is just because Japanese shit is just so foreign to me, and I will always find like samurai and stuff like cool. But maybe, I think that's the case. Yeah, it's that that whole culture is. Mm -hmm. It is super cool. Yeah. The whole samurai thing, but to probably to Japanese people, just like whatever, <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, like fucking like some warrior shit, you know? Yeah, just like Vikings, like people love Vikings and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's the exact same thing. You're right. Like our our equivalent is fucking cowboys, and mm-hmm. cowboys are originally like Mexican, so it's like we just stole that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I guess. I guess um I guess that's it. I wanna say nah. I, I already said that. Mm, yeah. Um I think I've talked about every single thing. Okay, I wanna I wanna talk about the rape scene a little bit and how like I said in my Wicked City discussion, like the ninja scroll did it a lot better. And it did do a lot better. Number one, because it's toned down, toned way the fuck down compared to Wicked City. But it's also, the way it's used in this movie, 
it has it's part of the narrative it's part of the themes and it's used very sparingly and even the scene itself is not like her actually getting like penetrated or whatever it's um you're seeing like this dude uh you know he's like putting his mouth like over her face and stuff and he's doing all this grotesque stuff without it being explicitly rapey like in wicked city you know um what i mean so like you're getting that shock value even though what he's doing is not inherently um as bad as the stuff in wicked city which is very good way to do it and um the way it was shot and the way it was executed in like the dark like blue area it was still very shocking i think i was very shocked when i watched it before wicked city like for the first time i was like holy shit i can't believe i'm seeing this This is like so much because i've never seen an anime like do something that explicit um Mm -hmm. i feel like it's just kind of watered down coming from wicked city so it doesn't impact me as much but i do think that it is still very well executed and i do still take that into account um and i wanted to bring that up because it was perfect for the movie um it actually like tied into the ending and sex is like a big component and it's i like that in wicked city the ending is that they have sex and they fall in love and this is they don't have sex and they fall in love because they don't have sex and i really empathize with her death like it it connected with me emotionally a lot like when she was like i wish i wish you know you made love to me even if it was out of pity because no one's ever treated me like a real girl i connect with that a lot because I I try to be a Jubei in my in my reality. I try to be somebody that can connect with people beyond them being girls and being like people that I can have sex with. Um so that means a lot to me and I think I have a personal attachment to this movie because I'm an edgy anime bro that likes violence and sex, but I also like like the the themes. So um yeah. I like Ninja Scroll. Uh, it's it's good to me. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, it's closer to an 8 than it is to a 6. Uh, do you have a rating? No, probably like a 5. Gotcha. All right. So Jinro the Wolf Brigade, the movie that I recommended um, from the last episode. You want to talk about Jinro before Jujutsu, right? Yeah, sure. All right. So, um, Jinro, the Wolf Brigade. What did, did you watch it on Crunchyroll? Yeah. Yeah, it was in 480p on Crunchyroll, yeah. which was very upsetting. I'm sorry for recommending this because I thought like, oh, I, I'm going to watch it on Crunchyroll. It's going to be fine. I didn't know that it was in such like bad quality. But um, I it was still a good movie nonetheless to me. It was... So this is a very weird like franchise. Apparently, like there's a bunch of other things attached to this, like comic books and movies. Um, it's called the Kerberos Saga, and it's about basically a faction of police whose entire purpose is to snuff out um, people that are ca- causing civil unrest. Um, and their whole thing is like, hey, when riots are getting out of hand, or when like you know, people are getting a little bit too terroristy. We send in these guys um, instead of normal police or instead of the like military force. Um, and 
the movie is about the psychology of these guys, the Kerberos cops, um, and the dichotomy between being a like evil cop that has like no morals that just kills people because they're told to versus um, being a normal human being that has emotions. And um, it's written and not directed, but it's written by Mamoru Oshii who did Ghost in the Shell. So that's probably like the main parallel that a lot of people will draw when watching this. Um, it feels like Ghost in the Shell, like the music, the the, the yeah, overall definitely. vibe. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it. I was a little bored the first time and I was like, uh, but then I watched it again last night. Um, now knowing where it was going now, knowing what was going to happen. And I paid a lot more attention. I took very thorough notes and I enjoyed it a lot more. And I think it's a very well-written, very smart, very subtle, cool movie. Um, and I have a lot to say about it. What did you think? I also agree with the whole boring thing. Like, yeah, I think the movie has trouble like grasping you mm-hmm. at the beginning. Um, I did sleep through it. Yeah, I slept the first time I watched it, and I went back mm-hmm. and watched. Um, it's yeah, a movie. Like this one, <laughs> It'll put you to sleep. It's a very calm movie. Like, uh. <laughs> it's um. This art style is so. This art style will put you to bed itself. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks like um. It looks like Paranoia Agent. Yeah. Um, Paranoia Agent is obviously new. It looks a little better, but you know the four four eighty p Paranoia Agent vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It put you to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was good as well. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Um. I thought the the RoboCop. At first, I thought they were RoboCops. I first right. saw that. Me too. But the the uniform is amazing. It looks dope. Yeah. The cover itself for the dude standing in front of the moon. I know. Like, oh my god! I wrote that in my notes. I'm like, and especially given what the movie is about, it's not like a dumb dumb action movie where they like run around and shoot each other the whole time. It's like the movie is about the psychology of these like quote unquote evil people like on the outside, and it's. You know the red eyes have this like very evil like symbolism to it like you look at it and you think it's a bad person but it is like a human being under there so it's so fucking cool i think it's nice yeah nah it, it was cool um yeah the the uniform is dope mm-hmm. the ending is interesting yeah and uh you know when he when he doesn't shoot the girl yeah in the beginning it it really you, I really did want to like find out everything behind that you know yeah but overall I thought um I thought it was good like it was it was hard to watch at the beginning but yes yeah it all uh, it all came full circle and it was mm-hmm. definitely worth it by the end yeah that's good that's really good I I'm glad you you enjoyed it um I think I watched it it's also available on Tubi um do you know what that yeah. is. And mm-hmm. on Tubi, you have to watch it with ads. And I, but on Tubi, it was in 720p. So I got to watch it in like proper resolution. And it aided the experience so much, like being able to like watch it like in good quality. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot um, both times, but even, even more the second time. I started to really notice 
the analogy with like the little red riding hood story and like the significance of that um and what that meant because you know when when she gives him the book they call the little girl and like the people who do what she does in the movie they call them little red riding hoods so in the analogy when they keep reciting the poem of or the the haiku whatever the fuck you want to call it the story of little red riding hood <laughs> um like he in the analogy he is the wolf and he is yeah. like the wolf masquerading as the mom to coerce like the the thing the the little red riding hood um but as the movie progressed and as uh certain moments happened it started to kind of shift the roles because the movie is about how the main character struggles with being a wolf and also being a human being so sometimes the movie will recite the poem but it will show it it will it will the the visuals will express that the dude represents little red riding hood right now so when he's in the training room like when he's training um it there's there's a part in the book where it talks about like you know when you grow out the armor then you can come back to me little red riding hood you can come back to your mom little red riding hood took the armor and she tried to whittle it down by rubbing it against the walls and then you know that and then it cuts to him in the training room wearing the kerberos armor and it's a representation of how he wants to grow out of his armor so he can go back to the mom or like so he can go back to being a normal person um but then it cuts to him in the sewers and now he is the wolf because then it shows the little girl walk by him and this is all in like one scene so it starts with him as little red riding hood and then it shifts to him as the wolf and it's so subtle and it's so cool and the rest of the movie constantly has that back and forth with his character but not only him but now with the other character because when you find out that she is betraying him and that she's deceiving him then she is now the wolf in the analogy <laughs> that's like in human's clothing um so when when he finds out like when he when they put like the pictures in his like uh in the book um and he knows that he's being betrayed by the by his like little girlfriend they recite the poem again and now it's like it's one of the coolest scenes i've ever seen in like an anime because the poem is now like based on all the information you've been given throughout the film the dude represents the wolf and little red riding hood and the girl represents the wolf and little red riding hood at the same time like simultaneously <laughs> and it's so fucking fire and i i love yeah. it and i and i missed it i kind of missed it emotionally at least the first time like i i understood it when they were talking about it but like it didn't resonate and hit my heart like until the second time i was like oh fuck um i i loved it you know and it it did a very very good job at doing that um yeah the whole red riding hood thing is very interesting um you know that scene where she's running in the thing the sewers and then like the wolves start like appearing yeah, behind them yeah i thought that, that scene was so fire mm -hmm, yeah and, you know he has he has when he has the vision of the wolves like eating her and shit yeah Mm -hmm. I, I kind of knew it was gonna end like this, but yeah. this isn't, you know, I like I guess, but this I actually like you. I like when shit's done like this because like yeah, because you still don't know right. Right. 
I think that's before you even know she's deceiving him. So it's kind of like a grave of the fireflies where like you can tell what's going to happen yeah. at the end, but you don't. It doesn't take away from anything. Yeah. It's such a sad ending that you're kind of watching the movie, hoping that it doesn't happen. And you're like dreading that ending, but getting to it and the sadness of getting to it is what makes the movie enjoyable. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. I love how at the end, uh, the dude was like, he was like, yo, what should I do? And he was like, what should you do? Yeah. <laughs> he, I think and I, he was like, and he was saying like, uh, you know, wolves can't live with humans. Like, right. even if you go that route, you won't, you will never be, you will never be a human. Right. I was like, yeah, that was, that was so dope. It was so <laughs> fire. And was so the, I think I remember the specific line. He like hands him. He's like, what should I do? He hands him the gun. He's like, he's like, um, and end this story while, while you're an animal while you while still can yeah i fucking thought that was so fire it was so good yeah that shit was fire mm -hmm. it was that really was like one, that was like the best part of the movie uh -huh. like, yeah when you said that i was like oh shit yeah like, <laughs> yeah that shit was so dope. like do it while you're a beast mm -hmm. yeah and and then she's crying and he's like, ah, ah, <laughs> it's so, it's so good. Cause like, I feel every emotion, like in that scene, I feel like, like, oh, he wants to be a human, but he's, he's a wolf. He can't. And it's not just like anime jargon to like, just, just for the sake of a story. It like, it resonates with me. Like I can understand if I was like in a situation like that, where I was forced to like do things that were morally unjust, like every day, then you kind of just, you know you you're cold to those things and you just you right. do things regardless of um regardless of whether it's right or wrong like i i don't know i can resonate with that in my heart like that that's really cool because even i do that like sometimes like there are some things that i know like i shouldn't do but i do them because it's like out of convenience and it inconveniences someone else you know um yeah yeah oh, yeah the whole you know, whenever, whenever they brought up the Red Riding Hood thing, that's when I really started to pay attention. Mm -hmm. That's how I knew like the, the movie's gonna be kind of like right. revolving around. Mm -hmm. And it was, I thought it was really, it was well done. Yeah. Me too. And um, you know, one thing, I, one thing I also, uh, I, I, I seen it, like I realized it, but I didn't like, I didn't like fully grasp it. And I read it after. Um, they use, they use. When they in their armor, they use MG42s, and those are, and like those are those are Nazi guns, mm. and um, and like the movie I also read is like this is like if this is when like the not if the Nazis won World War Two, post thing right, oh. so Nazi Nazis won, and now Japan Japan is like using their guns, and even when they was training, they was using STGs, and those are also German guns. Oh, I thought that was. Wow. That is really cool. Well, I didn't fucking cool. know that. Yeah. Shit, you did more research I, like, than I did. I just saw, I just saw the the gun. I saw right when I saw the gun. I was like, "That's an MG42." Wow. When we started like letting that shit rip, was like, <laughs> was like <"Damn." laughs> the gun really does fucking shoot like that. It, like yeah. it literally shreds, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was dope. That is uh, really I cool. think it complements the whole like look of mm -hmm. the uniform, like a huge LMG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and the themes. Um, and yeah. the story. That's yeah, really cool. It. Wow. That just bolstered my impression of the entire movie. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. I, um, I, I really liked, 
all the little red riding hood stuff i i I liked when he um when it was revealed that he was like in the wolf brigade at the end and um you know the guy that betrayed him like the entire movies he's like he's too emotional that's why i didn't shoot the little girl like he's a he's a fucking little red riding hood he's not a chad wolf like me and then at the end of the movie like you know this guy's wearing like the wolf brigade armor and the guy's like aren't you a human being you're gonna shoot your best friend man and it's like gah, 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 gah. like no hesitation like boo, 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 boo. it's so good and that's another thing like just like just like um you know, it, it all goes back to the Wicked City conversation where, like, the violence is not there to just make you go, like, ha-ha, goopy goblin gamer brain. It's, like, the horror of, like, seeing this guy get decimated, even though he's kind of the bad guy of the story, like, because our main character is succumbing to his, like, wolf militaristic mentality. It's very, it's very sad. And all of that, all of that way that was executed where, like, people are shooting at him and he's just motionless. Like, he's just a robot, like... You know, people are like, oh shit, blah, 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 blah. and he's like, duh, duh, duh. Blah, 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 blah. it's it's really it's really good. Um, I love that part. That's great. Uh, and it's probably some other parts in the vision. I really like like when he has the the dream of the of the girl, um, and there he's like chasing her, uh, and like the wolves are following him. There's a part where he gets to a gate. And the gate, um, she's like, she's like, you can't come through. You're not allowed. But the door opens anyways, and all the wolves go through and, like, eat her up. Like, the guy himself, I think that's a really cool way of, like, expressing, like, the dude is about to go through the door, and then he hesitates because he's like, wait, like, you know, because in his real life, he's thinking, like, if I interact with this person, then my wolf side, like, might cause her, like, conflict and strife, and it might, like make her life worse just like it did for like the little girl that i got killed um and so he like hesitates and he doesn't walk through the gate but then all the wolves just walk through the gate like that were behind him and he's like oh shit yeah so it's it's kind of like a representation of like regardless of his human side his wolf side is going to like like uh overtake him regardless and i love the way it's represented and then there's like it just cuts to a shot of him like with with his wolves like and it's like snowing and he's just sitting there like it's so like gangster it's so it's so badass but the sad music is playing and um that song like the main song that it that it plays when that dream is happening and just whenever cool shit's happening it's like one song and they play it like three times but it's so good and they use it so effectively um and it's it's always used whenever they do the little red riding hood shit and I, I loved it. Um, it was it was fantastic. I the second time, you know, you were saying like when the when they talk about the Little Red Riding Hood stuff, it gets more interesting. Um, and the second time, I started to really kind of notice that the entire movie, even when they're not like boom boom Earth seeing it, they it is kind of talking about the the Little Red Riding Hood stuff um, subtly. Yeah like it's it's a part of the story even if it's not like telling you directly um even when it's like government officials talking to each other it's you know like there's that scene where they're in like the the junkyard and like the government officials they're talking about how public security wants to dissolve the um kerberos cops or whatever they're called and the and the guy talks about like the dog breeding analogy where he's like like you know you can't have two dogs in the same kennel but you can you can breed them and try to merge 
merge the best attributes of both of them, which is reflective of like our world today. You know, we're like, like, uh, cops have like, maybe like stronger artillery, you know, like it's a mix of Kerberos and a mix of like normal police, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool. And it, I love, I love their logic where it's like, we need to restore peace and order. That's how we need to like, we need to advocate for peace and order rather than like be like super oppressive and like um, hold people down in that way, even though they're still going to do that just in like a more subtle way, you know, which is what's happening in our world today. I thought that was really thoughtful. Right. Um, but yeah, I um, on the second viewing, I started to kind of perceive the entire movie as a really big like Little Red Riding Hood analogy. And when I kind of saw it through those lens the entire time, it was a lot more engaging and a lot more enjoyable. I I was able to sit through it. This is one of those movies, this is like Ghost in the Shell. This is just like Ghost in the Shell and Akira where like the first time I'm bored and then like the next like two or three times I start to really understand it and I start to really like it, which is why I watched it a second time because I, I felt like it was necessary. And yeah, that, yeah. that's... That's why I liked it. Oh, I'm really glad I read this note. So during the training, they were talking about like how when Fuse, uh, like when Fuse like fucked up, like in the training regimen, they said something along the lines of like, if one person makes a mistake, it fucks up everything for everyone else, which is basically like the movie saying like, if this is happening to Fuse, like our main character, then it's reflective of the entire group, you know? And um, if, if he fucks up, then it, like, fucks up the entire concept of this Kerberos cop. So it's like the movie telling you conceptually the Kerberos cops, like, sh do not really work because everybody is, like, a wolf and a human being and that conflict is residing within all of them. So, like, they're all kind of having this conflict and just because we're only seeing it to this main character it's going to break the dynamic of the whole thing. Cause they were talking about like, you know, when you're in the training grounds, uh, you need to like be there for your teammates. And if one person isn't there, then it breaks the whole dynamic. And that's supposed to be like symbolic of how fuse is kind of, you know, up in his head and he's not there. And it breaks the whole dynamic, like in a more grander, like scheme, not just in the training grounds, but like in the rope brigade, uh, as a whole. Um, yeah. And, but, it don't matter because he turned to a wolf at the end. He commits to his wolf instinct. So, yeah. And um, uh, dude at the end just says, um, what did she say? He says, uh, and the wolf ate over Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Banger. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, throughout the movie, he kind of looked like Guts. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I can see. Yeah, I can see that. He has like the little the little hair like going down. Um, yeah, and he's got the broad like physique. He does look like Guts. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Maybe that's it's intentional. Like, <laughs> yeah. Shared universe. Oh, my God. It's like Marvel. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to buy the Blu-ray. I'm going to watch this in higher quality. Um, God damn it, Crunchyroll, if only. You couldn't rent this on anything either. 
that's what made that's what like pissed me off i was like oh my god i can't even like spend money to watch this in like good quality fuck um so whenever i recommend things i'm always going to make sure that i can watch it in like a proper way before i recommend it so yeah that's all we got to say about jin ro um actually i do have a little bit more to say not about the movie but about just the franchise in general i on imdb it lists uh two movies as like prequels to this one it's they're two live action films and they're actually directed by mamoru oshi and written by him so it's called the red spectacles and stray dog kerberos panzer cops and the posters look fire and they looked really cool so i was like okay let me see if i can get these movies so they're both on youtube and they're not legally available like anywhere else so i watched the red spectacles and it had that same vibe where it was like it was boring and i was like oh but then like i started to understand the the symbolism and what it was saying underneath and it had a fucking crazy ending and it was it was in the same vein as Jinro, where it's about a Kerberos cop and the psychology of like, you know, uh, whether he wants to keep being a cop or not. And it was done in that super subtle, cool way. And I I have to give it a couple more watches, but I might like it more than Jinro the anime. Mm. Um, it was very low budget. And I want to make that very clear if you ever choose to watch it. But I thought it was really good. And I bought the dvd on ebay <laughs> and i'm gonna watch it again and the music in that one is better than in general it's it's even better um it's really cool it, it gets fucking crazy and if you ever watched it it would make for like a really interesting discussion because it's you think jinro is symbolic oh boy that shit goes insane um okay and then I didn't watch Stray Dog, Kerberos, Panzer Cop, but I will. I will watch that, and I'll talk to you about it. But then I watched Elong, The Wolf Brigade, which is a South Korean 2017 or 2018 live-action remake of Jinro, The Wolf Brigade. Um, mm. And it's on Netflix, and it's made by... It's directed by Kim Ji-Woon. I think that's his name. And he's apparently a popular Korean director. I've never heard of him, but... Uh, I watched that and it was a uh, two out of 10. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> it's like really bad. Um, I could go on and on about it, but it was so bad. The ending is different in it too. The ending is not him killing the girl. Like he's about to kill a girl. And then, you know, how this movie is like slow and subtle and cool. And like a lot of people probably went into it like, what the fuck? I wanted some action. Well, Watch the live action version because that's all it is. It's just a bunch of action. It's just a bunch of people fighting each other. At the end, the the captain of the Wolf Brigade puts on the Wolf Brigade gear. And the dude, the main character, is wearing Wolf Brigade gear. And then they have a fight at the end while they're both wearing the armor. (laughs) It's so like, uh, it's like so Dragon Ball evolution. It makes me sad. But um, the fight itself was kind of cool. So I gave it a two instead of a one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, if you're curious, watch it at two times speed. Um, if you want, (laughs) um, yeah, it's, it's so bad. The, you know how the movie is like the, this movie, the, the animated one is like a constant analogy of like little red riding hood and, and the wolf. And like, it's just really slow. And the whole time you're just supposed to be thinking about that. This movie 
It doesn't do that. This movie is like the public security is 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 trying to get the Kerberos cut. It's like a a spy espionage thing the whole time. It's not even like like the fun parts of the the animated movie are just the entire live action movie stretched out to two hours for for casuals. This. This is what live actions do. They just take away <laughs> all the subtlety, all the yeah. themes, messages, mm-hmm. and it's just this action fest. Yeah. It's, it's honestly disgusting, and I am not going to watch it. <laughs> like that. But I'm, I just looked at, I'm looking at the trailer, and the, the first comment this dude says, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he says, absolutely beautiful and amazing. I am very impressed with this live live action adaption. It even supersedes the original, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, a lot of reviews are pretty positive for this movie. So, um, you know, I guess take that into account. Ali's got another one of his hot takes, so. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it fucking sucks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's It's got a six on IMDb, which is lower than the animated one. So maybe some people are on our side, but yeah. This dude said uh, the fact that Hollywood isn't creating this adaptation is probably meant to stay true to the source material. <laughs> no. Have you seen the Ghost in a Shell live action? No, it's it's like the Ghost in a Shell live action where people yeah. who are like normies will be like, yeah, it does have the same plot. And it, yeah, technically, when you break it down to like the fucking synopsis, yeah, it does have the same plot. But like in when it comes to the themes and when it comes to like the pacing and and what's really important, like and, and, and the tone, it's not the same at all. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even want to. I didn't even bother like even <laughs> thinking about the live action. I, I watched it solely for the purpose of comparison uh to talk about it on here. Um I just finished it like right before I got on. Uh it was ve- I watched it at two times speed because I was tortured. I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. But yeah, I think that's that's enough Jinro uh for one for one session. I love this movie and I'm excited to watch it uh many more times to come. 7 out of 10, it's closer to an 8 than it is to a 6. Yeah, I'll also give it a 7. Nice. All right, let me stop the recording and then we'll continue. All right. Um, now for the last film of the night. Jujutsu Kaisen 0. Um, yeah. I saw this twice. And... Uh, Bottom line, I really liked it. I thought it was fucking cool. It's the prequel. It's about the the Okatsu boy that they talk about in the anime. And it's about him going to Jujutsu High, meeting the people. And it's about Ghetto, um, the main antagonist, the, the bad guy of the movie. Um, and ultimately the bad guy in the show. And it... We didn't really get development on either of them, so it's basically just the development on the kid and development on the guy, and then everything else is literally like everything from the show yeah. uh, squished into a movie setting. But the reason why it works for me is because those elements are juxtaposed to the bad guy and the main character, so 
they do a lot of like re-explaining who the characters are but the re-explaining of who the characters are um is met with the reaction of like this new character that you're you're interested in when you're watching the movie um so it worked really well for me um it was very fan servicey it was very like look your character's gonna do the move and they're gonna like fucking attack this guy when toto popped up or what's his name i think that's his name toto um yeah when he popped up it made me happy and overall i i enjoyed it and i have positive things to say what did you think about it uh honestly i think they they dropped the ball on this one interesting would you i I feel like this i don't feel like this story is movie worthy Mm -hmm. i don't think that i know i don't think i just don't think it's this would be fine in episode format Mm. I just don't, or like, you know, what do they call like spinoffs? Um, OVAs. OVAs. Like this would be like a, a fine OVA if you ask right. me. But mm-hmm. I, I, like I, I came into this expecting like, I knew like Ethan Doherty wasn't going to be in it. Right. I, I like the last, the last four times I went to a theater to watch an anime movie was... Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. and my hero second one, Hero Rising's, the Broly movie, mm-hmm. and um, Battle of Gods. Mm-hmm. Those four movies are fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and like the fifth one, Jujutsu Kaisen, is just you know like you know especially like Demon Slayer. Like I left the Demon Slayer theater like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I left the theater like, oh my god, I can't fucking wait for season two. <laughs> right. Like, I'm I'm as excited for season two JJK before watching this movie. Like, this didn't really hype me up for season two. Right. But as, like, Demon Slayer was like, oh my god, season two, like, the show was like, it's gonna go crazy, you know? Yeah. And I left the theater like, uh, like, <laughs> that shit was so fire. Like, <laughs> and, like, even with the Dragon Ball ones, like, Broly's like, yeah. Broly's like, oh my god, Broly, like, yeah. I can't wait the show and then like the battle of gods like dragon ball after 18 years of nothing yeah, now i know goes with my <laughs> yeah and then uh even like even i don't like my hero but even the my hero movie at the end where it's just like it's so like yeah <laughs> yeah it's like he gets, he, he gets the one the one, one for already yep, yeah yeah they like that scene it's like yeah it's so like epic it's so mm-hmm. grand but yeah. this movie like you know i find it funny mm-hmm. that i do like the 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 high school students um i just feel like the the mc himself and what happened in this movie was wasn't enough to, to warrant a, a, to a warrant theatrical a world ride release yeah like i feel like this, these can just be like five episodes mm-hmm. and it'll be like the same thing yeah i don't know i like i i guess i was expecting something so grand so mm-hmm. I expect from these anime movies that hit yeah. theaters. You know, yeah. It's like really <laughs> yeah. crazy. And even even though with my hero, like even if that shit's not canon, mm-hmm. like the shit that happened in that movie was like so crazy to me. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. When I just compare it to like my last time I went to like a theater to watch an anime, anime movie, I was like I was like kind of let down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just being honest because you already know how big a JJK fan I am. I talk right. highly of the anime. Yeah, I was so ready to go in there and be like mind blown, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't. Gotcha, interesting. I, I'm, su- yeah, I am surprised to hear you say that. Being how big of a JJK fan, as you yeah. said, um, and you know, 
if anything, I should be the one saying negative things because I was the one being like a little not into Jujutsu Kaisen based on our conversation. But the right. more I consume it, the more I think about it, the more I begin to like it. Um, you know, you said that this movie didn't have you like feeling any type of way or not looking forward to the next season. But the way I see it, like this movie is this this main character who is like basically like the second strongest character in the show like next to gojo and is he still after he loses girl yeah because he the girl's power was his power he projected okay. his power yeah, he's onto part of the family yeah yeah, yeah yeah so it is it is him so he's like the second strongest character in the show and he's gonna come in season two and the main right. bad guy is already in the show and he's going to play like a major part and now with this development i'm going to be more interested to see that main bad guy and i think his development was fantastic i didn't even know he was gojo's like friend up until watching the movie um so yeah, yeah. uh to compare with your in, uh impression of the film the reason why this movie did give me like the same re reaction that i got to like all the other anime movies i watched like you know you talk about dragon ball super broly my hero I came out of this movie feeling the same way that I felt with those movies because because of those two things, because of those two characters, which are, I think, the two main selling points of the movie because they are, like, the only new things there. And, the, like, that's the only new shit compared to everything else. And, um, yeah, that's... Like, don't get me wrong, I think the MC was interesting. And I am excited to see him in the future, right. in the future, but... It's, I just don't feel like it was this, like his arc was enough to yeah. move on to theaters, you know, like. Mm -hmm. um, the movie was mostly a fan service, like, look at the characters, fight a bunch of bad guys. To me, it was very large scale and epic because of, like, the demon attack that he put on the thing. I know that, like, you know, it didn't show people, like, dying in the streets or anything, but when you talk about scale, that's kind of how I see it, where it's like, nothing yeah. nothing to that level even happens like in the show you know but i i but understand what you're saying still at the same time like the the bad guy which is super interesting because he's in the show yeah and he, in the show he has a scar mm -hmm. uh, that's the first thing i realized like oh he doesn't have the scar he's gonna get the scar from the movie yeah and he, but the thing is i'm like i'm thinking like this dude is such like a major threat and this whole thing is like huge all the fucking dedicate teachers had it pulled up, yeah. right? And it's like, why not kill him? If he's doing shit like this, why not finish him off? I hope there's a good answer in the show in the future. Well, there's a, like, I feel like the movie justifies that be, because Gojo that, is I, his best friend and he doesn't want to kill him because of that. And I I really me, like that. To me, that's a slang. Okay. If someone's doing some like, outlandish shit like this and it's like see what batman is different mm -hmm. if, batman is different but like if this dude is doing outlandish shit like threatening all like your friends all the people you work with yeah and you're just like i give you a little cut on your forehead i saw that i was like that's mm -hmm. not for me that like, that shit does not work for me like, well gojo he he wasn't gonna kill any of like the jujutsu sorcerers that's why he didn't kill like any of the kids like when gojo sent them um so in in defense of that specifically like he um 
he's not planning to like kill any of those guys because of his ideology where jujutsu sorcerers are above humans or whatever but i do your main yeah. point still stands i know what you mean, you're talking about yeah I, I, I get that like gojo knew he wasn't gonna kill them but at mm-hmm. the same time it's the dude like yeah if Luffy just does the same thing again but now he has all those villains backed up with him mm-hmm. he can do the same thing like next week right and what, what are you gonna do now like mm-hmm. i think and like and like i know a little piece of what's gonna happen in the future i got spoiled like a little piece yeah and i just think like like this kind of like Gojo, like fucking like kill this dude, bro. Like yeah. he's such a he's such a threat. Mm-hmm. Like you know how strong he is. Like those kids got bodied. Like, right. Same, like bodied. And it, it took it took a fucking the second strongest dude in the show to like blow off an arm. You know. Yeah. This dude's a fucking threat. Like let's handle him. Mm-hmm. But it's like nah, you're my best friend. Right. It's not like but the thing is with Batman, like Batman does the same thing with Joker. Right. It's like mm-hmm. that. That that shit with Batman is so established into Batman's character. It's like it's like yeah. understand. But Gojo, like this is what I'm saying. Hopefully, like this this is explained in his character in future seasons. You know, because right now, I just didn't. I didn't fuck with it. I feel you. I will. The way I interpreted it, I felt like the movie was development for Gojo in the sense that, like he he is the strongest character in the show and basically whatever he wants like happens he you know he goes to the council he's like okatsu's joining the school and it's like he's a danger to society and he's like oh yeah you want me to fucking show you who's a real danger to society (laughs) so i i think that it's very interesting for this character to be so powerful to the extent where he can basically dictate anything he can kill the main bad guy whenever he wants he can he can make sure that like you know people like are always safe from jujutsu like stuff and da 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 and i think it's really interesting for our main mentor character to have the power to kill the bad guy but not kill the bad guy because of his like kind-hearted emotions and they talk about that in the movie there's like a really good line where ghetto says like are you the strongest because you're gojo satoru or are you gojo satoru because you're the strongest so he's basically saying like are you as nice and as laid back and as cool and chill and happy and loving and caring as you are because you have the luxury to be that way because of your power or does your power stem from your loving and caringness, you know? So it's, it's interesting because it, it's, it's like, it's asking like Goku. Yeah. Does like his power. His power comes from like his kindness. Yeah. That's why he's like Vegeta will never beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that, but you don't even really know that with Gojo because you don't know how he got his powers. You don't know, and yeah. that's that's the question. And I feel like the movie was commentating on his sense of morality and like like how far he would he will go to do the right thing, like regardless of his emotions and feelings and like his stuff because. It's interesting that he can do whatever he wants and he does anything that's in his best interest. So when he he has the power to do something to save people, even if it's not in his best interest, is he going to be selfish and not do that? Or is he going to like be selfless and, and, and kill the bad guy? And he's been right. selfish the entire show. So for him to be selfless, to, for him to be selfish again is like, 
It's like the audience going like, oh, Gojo, I love you for being as selfish as you are and for being the character that you are. That's why I love you in the first place. That's why I connected with you in the show. And to see you be that way with this character is going to fuck up a lot of things for a lot of people in the future. Um, you know, so I, I completely understand where you're coming from and that's, that's completely valid what you're feeling. But if I had to give my rebuttal, that's, that's my, that's my rebuttal to what you, what you're saying. Um, I just think it's, I hope there's an explanation because mm-hmm. uh, like I have a friend named Jesse. Yeah. He, he's not really a Batman guy, but he saw under the red hood. And so, like, he's like, why doesn't Batman just kill the Joker? (laughs) What? He literally, like, explains it in detail at the end of that movie. I don't know. And he's still, like, asking me, like, yo, Manny, why does he, why does Batman kill the Joker, dude? Right. And I'm like, well, you didn't watch the movie, too. (laughs) So, like, I'm hoping. It's just, like, I know know a bit about what's going to happen. And, like, when when this shit happens... Right. I just want to see how Gojo fucking reacts. Okay. Like, like, what so, the fuck, bro? Does like, does so that you're saying the bad guy does some like super evil shit, and he only gets to do that super evil shit at the result of Gojo letting him live. That's not what I'm saying. Because okay. I don't know. Like, I only know a tiny bit. Because I know like what's gonna happen with Gojo. Okay. I don't know who does it, but I know what happens with him. And it's like when this shit happens, I'm gonna be like, uh, Gojo, like mm-hmm. it's kind of your fault. You know? Right. Because because Ghetto is going to do something to him in the future? Not I'm just, you can tell me. I'm I'm okay with knowing whatever it I'm is. I'm not spoiling. All right. <laughs> That's okay. I just, he, I just want to see. I just want to see how he reacts to like when, when major threats, like a major threat comes by. Right. I want to see just how he how he answers it. Well, to to reiterate with the Batman analogy that you just brought up, Batman can kill the Joker at any time because the Joker is a menace and he is a threat and he is causing strife amongst the Gotham citizens. And Joker goes so far as to kill Robin and that's when Batman, you know, that's when the question that's the whole point of Under the Red Hood. Like right. you went you went as far as killing like my like my kind of surrogate son, should I kill you because you have gone this far and you are doing these bad things? Or should I uphold my ideals and not kill you? And then he chooses to not kill him. And that's kind of what the movie is about. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of what this movie is about with um, yeah, that's Gojo. What I'm yeah. That's why I made the analogy. Like, yeah. It just like, I want this, how, how he just, handle this situation i want to see if this is like explained within his character yeah he can be he's super op i can kill you whenever he wants but right when some major shit like like this happens again it's not like batman is gonna be like Bat- okay he joker killed robin right. batman's like i'm not gonna kill you but like batman still knows he's a threat he's not gonna be like it's because i know like it's weird but i just need like an explanation why gojo just, just finishes dude off right because they're friends because they're best friends isn't enough for me. Like, if that dude can like easily like body like a bunch of JJK soldiers like single handedly, like I, I want to see what's gonna happen in the future. Yeah, I'm gonna say this shit. 
I'm not fucking spoiling. I'm not fucking. <laughs> okay, that's that's fine. Um, yeah, I uh, I understand where you're coming from. I appreciate the honesty. I just um, I actually like how like it's explained within Batman's character right. why he doesn't do this. With Gojo, it's it's just because they're best friends. And that for me, that's it's not. That's yeah. not like enough. I see. I also think. This, this, hold on. One, one thing. This whole thing pisses me off. It's because it's a movie. I've just made this in like five episodes. Like, mm. I don't feel like this movie needed. This story didn't need movie animation, a movie budget. Just make five episodes of the same like animation budget you had with the anime. It'll be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, it's because my fault because I expect grand shit from anime theaters. Right. But. That's just my experience with them, you know? Yeah. I, um... What was I going to say? Damn. I literally left the theater like... Fuck. <laughs> I I felt like, um... Like, uh... Ah, oh, shit. I felt like the pacing really worked for a movie, though. I don't... Like, with, with My Hero, I genuinely question, like, would this work better if it was, like, five episodes long? With, with this one, I... I wasn't like bored. I was very engaged throughout. So I thought it worked well as like a two hour film. And I think that's why, at least for me, I kind of walked out of it like, yeah, it wasn't like the craziest bombastic, the world's going to explode shit like in the world. Um, But I'm okay with it because it was paced well and it kind of fit. It justified itself for me because of how well executed it was and it's pacing and stuff. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, when it comes to like pacing, like with the My Hero thing, well, that's that's not canon, right? So no, I was talking about Demon Slayer. I'm sorry if I said My Hero. I meant the Demon Slayer movie. Like my main criticism is that dream section. Maybe if that was in like a show format, I'd be able to accept it more. You know, that's I, oh, I, I, the thing was the Demon Slayer. I feel like that arc was so short that that was movie worthy. Yeah. And just it's just the shit that happened in that. That arc was movie worthy. I feel like this JJK shit would work perfectly as an as an anime, like five episodes. Like, yeah, even like the first the first hour mm-hmm. is so like it's just like an anime. Yeah, they're just like they talking. Do, they're doing like random missions. Yeah, they're doing Char- jokes. character development. That's yeah, really and then, uh, and- <sighs> <laughs> I just feel like I was when I was watching, I was like, this can just be an anime. I was. I was kind of getting frustrated because, like, I just know, like, I just know. You were waiting for dude. something to happen, and then you realized nothing was going to happen. Yeah, I just knew nothing was going to happen. Like, like, and don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, the M, the, the shit that happened with the MC was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm excited to see him in the future. But I, I have to seem, I'm gonna say the same. I just don't feel like it was enough. That's completely whereas, fair. Like, whereas, like, like I said before, like the Demon Slayer movie. The Demon Slayer especially, because, like, the Demon Slayer establishes so many things. Like, I got this from you. Like, it was, like, the Demon Slayer movie lets you know that it's not afraid to kill Hashiras like that, right? Because you know how OP the demons are. And I never thought about it like that. But once you said that, I was like, damn, that really does. And then when you watch season two, it's like, oh, shit. Like, this dude might die, right? Yeah. And like, that itself is, like, such... It adds so much, like, weight to the story. And, like, this is, and Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, like, Beerus himself pulling up is enough to the story like right broly is himself is enough to make a movie right. i feel like 
the, the MC in this in JJK isn't enough to just, to make a movie. Make a movie. Yeah. yeah, that's hard. That that's completely valid. That makes a lot of sense. Um, those those comparisons that that's explained very well. I I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Um, I don't want to I don't want to sound like I'm grasping at straws or anything, but I'm going to expand on the Gojo thing again. Mm. For me, like I one thing that. I've always perceived this ever since you said it. Like people, I got this from you. Like people in Jujutsu Kaisen are just like normal people, kind of. Like I now see Gojo as like the cool teacher that understands the kids. And because he has the power to override like the principal and like the, the, the council and stuff, he will go out of his way to be a teacher still and do his job because he knows that he needs to teach people about Jujutsu sorcery. But he's going to be the cool, chill teacher and he's going to let the kids do what they need to do. And he's going to finesse for them like in the system if he needs to. And that really resonates with me because that's a real, genuine human thing that I resonated with in high school. Because I I had teachers like Gojo when I was in high school, you know. Um, Mm. So that's why... That's why I like his character. I feel like the psychology of his character, like there's a line in the movie where he's like, um, like, you know, it's, it's a very passive line, but he's like, you can never, no one's allowed to take youth away from young people. And I love that because that's, you know, I've said it many times when I talk about like other movies like Kaguya and Grave of the Fireflies. I hate when people do that in those movies. And Gojo (laughs) is like the polar opposite of that. So I love him. He's, he's awesome. And Gojo, Gojo is amazing. He's very yeah. unique when it comes to, especially in this this genre, because usually like the MC doesn't have someone so like OP by their side, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. even like, I'm not sure you can really think of like the MC doesn't really have like a Gojo type OP, like the best in the world, strongest yeah. to just like someone you can just fall back on, kind of right. Mm-hmm. He and that whole you thing is true. Like yeah. he's very unique. There's like no one like him in any like shonen. Yeah. And um I You know uh, I love how the show like works around him too. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's like it's, Just, I, it makes me remind it reminds me of part four JoJo where like <laughs> where Kira had to work around uh Jotaro. Zorado. He was like Yeah. I can't get too close. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, that's the OP guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have to work like how like the council and the bad guys have to work around Gojo because yeah. he's that guy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and I I think I think Gojo is kind of the heart of like the show's power scaling. Like you know everything has to build around him because he's the strongest one. And it's not just the power scaling. It's not just how they approach like the fights or their plan, like the evil bad guys. It's also the psychology of the character right if you know how are you going to justify gojo not just one-shotting the main bad guy and that's a question that you know is posed when you watch the show and i feel like this movie answers that important question i really liked when gojo like had his finger like this and he could like shoot him right there and he just like put his hand down that that resonated with me a lot um and in the final you can even see like you know he is an evil like kind of frieza level like racist like piece of shit where he's like these fucking monkeys like you know yeah. but um 
I love in his final scene when his arm is like removed and Gojo's like standing there and Gojo's like, I knew you wouldn't kill Jujutsu Sorcerers, like, you know, and um the reason why Gojo like still loves him and kind of respects him is because Gojo is ostracized for having his perspective and doing things the way that he likes to do them. So there's a part of him that feels like it would be hypocritical to kill his friend who is doing things his way and has his own way of seeing the world. He's not like, he is cartoonishly evil, but in the flashback they show, he like explains to him like, dude, this is the way I see things and I'm not the strongest. So I'm just going to do the best at what I do. And I'm sorry if you disagree, but this is what I'm going to do. And Gojo, he's like, I, I have a choice. Like I, should I stand by my ideals or, or should I let him be his own person? Like, I I let myself be my own person. I have the freedom to do what I do because I'm the strongest, but he doesn't. Am I really about to take that away from him because I'm the strongest? I think that's really thoughtful and and kind of cool. I I don't know if I explained it too well, but that that's probably well, the last thing I'll have to say about that. Um, well, when yeah. he does the same shit again and Gojo's not there, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Literally, um, like, yeah. When Gojo's not there, what's gonna happen? Yeah. That and that to me that overrides any like mm -hmm. any like any like morality thing. It's like, bro. Yeah. You're gonna do the same shit again. And if I'm not here, bro, humanity is fucked. Right. Everyone's dead. Like no one in the JJK staff is about to beat you, bro. So that's true. They can barely beat his fucking demons he summons. How they gonna just beat him? You know? But I'm excited so, to I'm I excited to see that moment. Like I know that that's gonna come, and he's gonna have to pose that question once again because um because you know he's not batman like he he's he doesn't have like a rigid ideal where it's like i'm never going to kill people it was like for that one moment of time so like if the opportunity presented itself again would he do it like you you don't know and there's that part at the end of the movie where it he says something to ghetto but his dialogue is cut out so you you, you don't know what he says but then ghetto responds like like lay a few curses on me before i go so i think what he said was like yo next time i'm gonna fucking kill you like don't don't do this again i gave you chances that's at least that's at least what i thought he said so that's that's another thing um yeah that's that's what i have to say about about that i i like the movie and i think everything that you're saying is valid but you know these are my defenses for uh even though I agree with like the next time it's like, he better do something. Um, I feel like the movie is self-aware of that. And it, 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 it acknowledged that in that way. Um, but I really like everything you're saying and you're, you explained all of that like very well. That's very valid. A lot of people probably feel the same way you feel. I don't think a lot of people feel the way I feel. <laughs> no, they're just being silenced by like all the positive like reviews. You know, you know how it is. Like people just don't, don't have the ability to express themselves um you know no one, no one... <laughs> comfort's a huge like a huge jjk fan like i just don't know like what's so like great about this movie mm -hmm. i really don't know. like even like if you came in for the battles it's like even the final battle yeah just yeah it's my okay. strongest attack your strongest attack boom it's yeah not, it's not even hyped up like Kamehameha versus fucking Vegeta shit. It's mm -hmm. not even this, it's just like, give me your power. And, and then back, like, his arm's blown off, you know? It's like, 
Even the dash kill was lame as shit to me. I was like, damn, the fight's over already, bro. Mm. We didn't yeah. even get to see the girl fight this dude. Even though she got bodied, like... Maki? Casually. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We didn't. We didn't get to see that. And fucking that would've been. The, the dude, the clapping dude that everyone likes, he, he pulled up like two seconds. I mean, it's cool to see him. Yeah, he was but, only there for fan service. He wasn't part of the story. Yeah. And even the dude with the glasses, mm -hmm. the suit, white run, he... I, uh, seeing him was dope, too. Yeah, I liked... He probably had, like, the best animated part of the whole movie when he fucking sliced that giant thing in half. I was like, oh, my God! One thing I have to say about this movie, I criticize the animation in the show. This movie is so much better than the show. Like, it... I can confidently say that the animation is on par with, like, Attack on Titan. Like, it looks as good. And, um... I, you know, the show is still fine, and I'll look forward to the show, even if it looks like season one. But... I like that this movie had a high level of production quality. Um, and Jujutsu doesn't look like other things too, you know? So I want the guy who makes Jujutsu and the guy who has that art style and like Studio Mappa or whatever, I want to see that art style with this level budget more. And this movie just gave me that, um, which I was very happy for. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. The, yeah. the 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 crowd laughed when he fucking made out with the girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't laugh, but like everyone was like, "Whoa, whoa, that's sus, nigga." <laughs> so I I had a pretty coon crowd. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, did, my crowd. They were laughing. Yeah. Did um, I thought it was? I wasn't. I wasn't too bothered by it. I was. You know, I talked about last time the thing with the Riddler and Batman, and it took it, it me out of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's understandable. Like, it, it, if he just been like, that's cool, but he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like bro. yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's goofy. Mm -hmm. If it was just a little quick, that would have been cute. Like, right, that he's like really loves her, that he's like gonna kiss the ugly monster. Yeah, but him just. Even if like, the movie was aware that it was so like crazy, they blacked it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> I know it's because it would be weird. That shit, like that shit, took, that shit took me out. Yeah, that's that's completely fair. I I understand. Um, yeah, I I was thinking about the Riddler thing that we were talking about last time, and I think at the end of the day, it's it, it kind of just boils down to your sense of humor, and it's very subjective based on each individual. Like right. I I find the Riddler thing funny. You find that thing funny. Um, I I can look at this and I can take it seriously. Like, you know, I can look at the Batman thing and I I kind of don't take it seriously. I look at the Pompoko thing where they're like getting their balls smacked and I can't take that seriously. But you know, there are probably other moments in other movies like like you know Chris. I was thinking of like the Christopher Nolan movies. Like Batman's voice is funny in those movies. He's like, oh, are you gonna But I still kind of take them seriously. Like I'm able to watch it. So. It's um, it's dependent on the individual. It varies with each right. person. So, um, yeah, that's that's completely valid. A lot of people in my theater like like giggled at that one. Um, did you like when the panda talked about the big boobs and small boobs? <laughs> did you remember that part? I I didn't like that. You didn't like that? No, you didn't like that they brought the joke back. Because I don't think the panda does that in the anime. No, he doesn't do that in the anime. No, and in the anime, it's it's the the clapping dudes like right. that's his stick and that's it his just gave the stick to this dude i was like mm -hmm. i thought that was like ass i'm not gonna lie okay 
they just needed to put a boob joke and that made the panda guy say it. Like, mm-hmm. that was so out of character. I thought that was retarded. Yeah. Like, everyone was laughing. I was not laughing. That shit was not cool. <laughs> they ruined the panda. If they really watched put a boob joke and make the fucking cop dude say some funny, funny shit real quick, then right. it would be gone. Yeah. That's fair. I, I kind of thought he said it because he was friends with the clap dude and he said it based on that guy. That was at least how I interpreted it. Because... Maybe if he said if he said an anime, I would have been cool with it. Yeah. All right. But he doesn't um, fucking say it one time. Like, yeah. He doesn't like. That's not even like anything near he would say in the show. That's like kind of too like too That's me true. Off. Like he wouldn't like he wouldn't say anything like that in the show. Mm-hmm. The names of oh big titties, small titties. I was like, well, what is this guy talking? About? <laughs> that's that's also valid. That's valid. Um, were there any parts that stood that's out like, to you? <laughs> imagine if like Goku said some Master Roshi shit. It's like, come on, bro. Or imagine like Piccolo says some Master Roshi shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing, bro? That's not what you're doing. Yeah. Sometimes there are characters that do act out of character and it's funny that they're acting out of character i'm not defending the panda thing saying that that's that but um there are times where piccolo will say something or do something that like he doesn't usually do like like i feel like piccolo sometimes in some situation might say like a roshi kind of thing but the joke is that he's saying a roshi kind of thing um a roshi thing well that's just an example he probably hasn't said a roshi level thing but um you know like like in Dragon Ball Fighters, when he's like volley, like Piccolo doesn't ever like do stuff like that, you know. And it's funny that like Piccolo's doing something that he doesn't usually That's do. A video game. <laughs> okay, fine. You don't think he? Piccolo never. Piccolo's like Batman. He doesn't say corny shit. That's true. Watch your turn. Like the joke is that he's like that. Yeah. yeah. Like when didn't wasn't there an episode where like Piccolo had to get like a driver's license or was that him? You know, yeah okay so it's kind of like that um but it doesn't matter because that doesn't relate that's to the panda thing though. i know it is different yeah that's funny though mm-hmm. that's funny. so was there any any other complaints or or positives uh for the movie uh do you see the post the postcard shit yeah i don't know what to derive from that i <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> So confusing. I feel like you know. I, I feel like if I was making a movie, I'd put something like worthwhile, you know. In the end credits, yeah, it like felt like that end. It felt like that end credits would only matter to people that read the manga and know the significance of the black guy and seeing like all those three together. Because I feel like uh, it makes no sense now, but it'll make sense later. Like, why does this matter? They should have showed like Itadori or something. I know, right? I was th- I thought they were gonna do that. I thought they were gonna show like the girl and broccoli hair boy, whatever his name is. But yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't should have showed like Itadori as a kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was like a year before, so he's he's still like. Why the whole why the whole. Crazy shit's going on outside. He's like, he's like across the street, like, what the fuck? Hey, get <laughs> I was also thinking that. Like, like, um, that would have been, been good. 
It would have been good. I was also thinking, like, how are all these demons causing all this mayhem and, like, all this shit's happening, but no one is conscious of this? Like, I know no one can see the curses, but people can still see the Jujutsu Sorcerers. Like, is it just because it's nighttime and no one's outside? Or, like, I don't know. It was fucking Christmas Eve. I guess no one's outside. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's good justification. I really, I, I have to say, I, Jujutsu Kaisen does this where they, like, will put, like, the screen will go black and it'll show text and it'll be, like, you know, January 24th, Itadori mm -hmm. got fucked up the ass by a special grade demon. And, you know, I liked, <laughs> I I really liked that they did that in this. It gave everything a lot of impact. Like December 24th, Rika gets summoned for the second time, like completely. It, it made, it made the scenes cooler because it's like, oh, they felt the need to log this because it was so important. So, um, I, that's just a little thing that I thought was cool. I don't know if it's just me, but I kind of got annoyed when they kept showing the girl as a kid, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was annoying. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't. We didn't need to see that flashback like four times. That's true. I understand. It's uh... a. <laughs> We're gonna get married. Yeah, I think for me it worked um, because every single time they showed it, you needed to kind of. I can't believe I'm saying this because I usually am on your side where like I am criticizing oh, that exact same oh, thing. What? Don't, don't say something stupid. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm just gonna say that it didn't bother me. I don't really have like a okay. articulate defense. No, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Well, maybe if I watched it in sub, it wouldn't annoy me. You didn't watch it subbed? <gasps> really? Of course it dubbed, sadly. Did you watch the uh show? Dubbed? I watched it so subbed. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. You think the dub ruined that specific moment? or like It's the like, it's like Ride Your Wave. Like... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I feel like they keep adding these flashbacks because the crowd is retarded. Like, I remember the flashback. Mm -hmm. You show me some more time, I'll remember the flashback. Right. It's like the same thing with Naruto. I know Naruto had no friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's completely valid. Are you, I feel like yeah. I feel like when they showed the flashback, it was too like quick in between. It would be like they showed it for the first time in school, then like it felt like really quick, they're short again. Mm -hmm. And then he's at the hospital, they showed it again. Mm -hmm. And then they showed it one more time and it was like Yeah. Uh, I, I kinda like got it. Yeah. yeah, I got it. That's fair. I I don't like when movies are like on the nose and lack subtlety. Um, so that that makes sense. I don't know why it didn't bother me this time. It usually does. Maybe it will on the but next time. Maybe maybe it's because the dub. The dub does do shit like that. It me, does. So. Yeah, it does. It does for me as well. Um, so, I'm gonna just yeah. chalk it up to the, the dub. Gotcha. I'm going to peruse my notes, but is there anything else that you want to say? Because I think we. Even though I didn't get to say like a bunch of stuff, I'll probably say like little things that I wrote down in my notes. But anything else that you got? Neither Dory not being in the movie for one second is a crime. Really? Where a lot of people were expecting him to to be in the movie. You just mean like as an end credits or or something? Something like I don't want him to be in a movie more than like two seconds. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. Like hey, Neither Dory. It's like, hey, is he, is he doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Me too. It's like it's like seeing Bardock in Broly. It's like, yo, it's Bardock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
That's I guess that's different though, because like he's part of the story. I yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's like oh, it's Raditz. You saw Raditz in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. It would have been. I mean, cool. you saw the Dragon Ball does fan service the best. No one does it better than Dragon Ball. They yeah. showed the Doria, Zarbon, the Ginyu Force, Raditz, Gina, Bardock, Kid Vegeta, yeah. King Vegeta. Yeah, I know. The Dragon Ball Super Broly movie is still the best anime tie-in movie. Like, a movie that's tied into, like, a popular shonen anime. It's still the best one, in my opinion. I don't know. Battle of Gods was, like... Really good. Battle of Gods blew me away. <laughs> like, I left it here, like... Oh Whoa. Yeah. You know, it was like Dragon Ball's back, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it came back, and it was like... They had it beers and weeks. Yeah. I know. I and those are so goaded, you know. I know. It's so scary. I know. It's you're playing you're playing with fire when you add those characters to Dragon Ball because of their power and because like if they're gonna be main characters, like they better be good. Like I better be yeah. wanting no. to see them as much as but Beerus and Whis are like I wanna see them as much as Vegeta and Piccolo, like they're part of the main cast. Yeah, and you know that that movie like since like Dragon like hasn't nothing came out for seventeen years, and you see like Beerus like two shot Super Saiyan three Goku, you just yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like oh my god, like it doesn't get better than Super Saiyan three Goku, right? Mm-hmm. Shut up, nigga! Boom, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Then he slaps him, bomba. <laughs> Imagine. Ali, imagine yeah. if a shitty character slapped Bulma. That would be outrageous, you know? But since it's yeah. a good character, it's like, okay. I yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's a, Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. was... Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is still the best. Nothing tops <laughs> that. Yeah, it is the best. It is. There's a lot of Dragon Ball. Have you seen all the Dragon Ball movies? Damn near, yeah. Really? I haven't seen like all oh, this so good, bro. Really? Oh, fuck. It's so good. Like the cooler <laughs> movie, like I've never seen the cooler movie. The fucking um the Super Saiyan 4 movie. Yeah. The Gojima movie. Um with uh Janemba. Janemba, like that movie's so fucking goaded, dude. Yeah. I need to watch it again. And, like, man, we're just talking about fan service. Like the way that the Broly movie fan service that movie with yeah. the with- yeah, it's the magic. Really yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that—that's that's fan yeah. service. Like done. And um, to, to I just remembered like to something similar to like the JJK thing and Itadori not being in it is like the Naruto movie, the last Naruto movie, not the last one, like Naruto, the last movie. Yeah. And when like Sasuke is not in it, and then he Sasuke pulls it for one second, he's like, "Yo, Sasuke." <laughs> I think like that's cool. Yeah, me too. You saw Sasuke for one second, one and second. that's all you needed. Yeah, that's all you needed, bro. Mm-hmm. I know they they sold so many toys of that one fucking shot where he's like wearing his I, fit. Oh, yeah, I know. That's D- so cool. Yeah, one whole character in fucking storm, and he's gonna be broken the whole game. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was insane in the game. Yeah, uh, that's so much fun. Yeah. I um, 
yeah, I'm going to peruse my notes very quickly and then we'll wrap up this Jujutsu Kaisen talk. Um, oh, um, hey, one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Um, I'm not going to lie. After watching Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer Season 2, yeah. I can't really, I can't tell which show is better between JJK and Demon Slayer. Okay. Season 2 of Demon Slayer was like, really good yeah <laughs> and it was so like it's so hyped like the ending like with the dude yeah with the the the, the demon meetings just all the info we learned about the demons them right. like at like 14 ashras yeah them being alive for hundreds of years like mm -hmm. the, the, the first time a demon's been killed or upper demon like right it's written very well to hype up what's to come and like yeah, yeah the certain situation yeah, Demon so Slayer was good. I can confidently say JJK is better. But I can say JJK season one is better than Demon Slayer season one. Yeah, that's that's completely fair. I guess it's it's really tough because as something progresses, it could get worse or better, and it's really a shot in the dark. Like I don't know if Demon Slayer's gonna get worse or if Jujutsu Kaisen's gonna get worse or better, you know? And uh the way Demon Slayer's going now. It's definitely not going to get worse. <laughs> well, get worse. yeah, ho no, was, hopefully. It's written so I was, well. I was at, because the, the movie theater is connected to a mall. I went to, to Barnes & Noble, and I I really looked for Demon Slayer. I was like, where is Demon Slayer? Mm -hmm. I found Demon Slayer. I found the, the same exact arc where the teens who left off with Akaza being there in the, the, the demon meeting. Yeah. So I know, I was reading it. I was like, this is so fucking fire. I, was, like, I had to close, I closed it. I saw, like, I saw like two different upper demons pull up. Oh, and then shit. like, I was like, no, I got to Dude, that's so exciting. Oh my God. Okay, that's why you have confidence. To me, these shonen shows, even Demon Slayer and Jujutsu are hanging on a thread. Like, like mm -hmm. they, they can, I think these shows are very hard to do right. And they do write so well that I think people get this confidence like, oh my God, this is going to be the show. This is it. And then like, you know, and then a season comes out and it's like, what's this show called again? Judge, uh, Jewish Kaizen. <laughs> so that's what, that's what happened to my hero. Exactly. That's what happened to my hero. But, to, but for me personally, my hero is never on this level. That's true. That's fair. I, I think it'll be hard for JJK and Demon Slayer to fail. Yeah, especially well, after what I was reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. I I'm excited for for both of them, indeed. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll let you look. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. I think it's interesting that you know I said that the show was like the show. I said that the movie was like the show condensed into um movie form because this the basically the story of the main character where like the arc that he has to go through where he has to he's he's using too much of his power and he has to kind of control his power really is compelling to me and itadori's case you know he's too wild he's too much of a hot boy and he's like bah, bah, bah. and he's like hey slow down bro um and like you know he's used his the cursed energy represents negative emotions it represents anger it represents frustration itadori was going a little wild too wild with it right but with uh this character this character is not he's motivated by like his depression his sadness is his negative emotion that's why he's got the bags under his eyes and like 
the the strongness of this character represents like his anguish and like suffering and i think it's really cool that he basically has the same story as itadori where he has to hold back and control the girl and like try to overcome his personal issues um but his arc is like the depression cursed energy and itadori is like you know i gotta stop going wild cursed energy i think that's really interesting and I think it's going to be really cool when these two characters meet who are kind of the same, but very different um, in that way. Uh, I also um, and that was just one thing. Yeah, uh, one thing I like um, in the movie where they said like demons usually hang around here, like places of sadness, like school, hospitals and shit like that. And uh, I was thinking and I was like, yeah, that's that's totally fair. Yeah. Even though school can be fun for people, it can be hell for others. Yeah. And hospitals are just mm-hmm. generally sad. So. Yeah. They said that in the um in the show as well. And mm-hmm. that brings me to another thing that I'm glad I remembered to mention. I feel like if you haven't seen the show and you wanna watch this movie, like you wanna start with the movie, I think you can. I don't think that there's anything that the show tells you that the movie doesn't tell you that you need to know. Um, right. I, and I really like that. I think it's cool because a lot of people, I saw the movie and I was like talking about it. people like, Oh, don't spoil it. And I'm like, bro, did you watch the show? And they're like, no, no, I didn't finish it yet. I'm like, you can go watch it. Like it doesn't, doesn't really matter. You don't need to know any of the characters. Like the movie literally explains everything that you need to know, like through the show. Um, uh, like from, from the show, like in, in this, they literally explain like everybody's abilities and backstories and like how the stuff works again. Um, but it's justified because they're telling it to this new character. It's not just for the audience. It's also for the character. So I thought that was really cool. And I like that. I can tell people like, Hey, go see the movie. Even if you haven't seen the show. Um, I like that. I also think that Jujutsu Kaisen conceptually is supposed to be kind of rooted in like horror a little bit. You know, it's kind of supposed to be like, it has it's supposed to have like a scary vibe it might not be actually scary but it's supposed to be like eerie and like you know they're supposed to be like ghosts that's who they're fighting and it worked so much better that aesthetic in the movie because of the high level of animation than the the show like the way they draw the demons the demons have different line work and color palette to the main characters and because of that they feel very like out of place in this setting which gives them this like ghostly feeling and when they first met those like demons that were like at the school and they were like do you want to fit inside me like i don't know how it sounded in the dub but in the sub like it's it was so scary and like cool and the animation was like really good and i loved it i i like that kind of shit i i thought i like the the aesthetic of jujutsu kaisen resonated with me more than it did in the show um so i will i'm gonna give a lot of credit to the designs of the monsters and jujutsu kaisen's production value in this in this movie um and you know this is really basic but i was saying when i was talking about jujutsu kaisen before the nuance of cursed energy is at the heart of jujutsu kaisen um like even if battles are basic like for me, uh, I feel like what the battles are saying, like narratively for each of the characters and thematically is so strong. And thematically, this movie was very strong, even though it was just kind of saying the same thing as the show. Like this dude's 
love for this girl is stronger than Ghetto's justice. So when they both have their cursed energy clash with each other, like this dude's love just overpowers Ghetto's like justice attack like immediately. And I think that's really cool because um because of how cursed energy is explained. And I was saying that with Jujutsu Kaisen like before like the the first season. Um mm -hmm. and yeah, I probably have a handful of other things to say. Um, the soundtrack was fucking amazing. I love the soundtrack. The Manny, I literally listened to the Jujutsu Kaisen soundtrack like every fucking day, like the normal one. And now that this came out, I listen to this shit all the time. And you know, you know, they really did just copy the show beat for beat, and I kind of love that. Like at the end when he's fighting Ghetto, you know how in the last episode of Jujutsu, like they're they're fighting those two demons and like they're playing a song like a like a lyrical song like that's like a rock song and the song is in sync with them like fighting and the lyrics are like are about what's happening like thematically in the fight like you know um they're fighting like in in the season they're fighting like demons who are like kind of human but like not really so the song's like it's not right or wrong it's not right or wrong and it's like oh my god this is so cool and um like in 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 this in the show i don't remember the lyrics but like the lyrics were in tune with like like you gotta get pick up and try again so like it was so cool um and there was a part where like you know do you remember in the anime when like like itadori and the girl are about to like land their final attacks like on both of them and they're like standing back to back and it cuts to Itadori and then it cuts to the girl whenever they do a guitar so the guitar is like and it cuts every single time it happens and then it does like the lightning strike they do that in in the movie and I'm like oh my god I love when they did that in the show so I I, I resonated with that part a lot too and um yeah I think I think that's the last thing I have to say. Um, okay. I, yeah, it, it was, it was cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm really happy that Jujutsu Kaisen is like growing on me slowly. Like I, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of shonen fatigue because I'm just watching so many shonen back to back, especially since like Jujutsu Kaisen, when I first watched it, I was like, Oh, three kids fighting demons. Oh my God. It's just like Demon Slayer. But I'm glad that like now that time has passed, I can appreciate it for what it is. So, um, yeah, I we can we can do ratings now. It's this was this was pretty long and pretty good. So seven out of ten. I I enjoyed it. Um, what yeah, what do you six. give it? Six. Gotcha. So you do like the the Demon Slayer movie more than this one, right? Absolutely. So? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Rengoku is so is so grand, you know. Yeah, it was, but even with that Rengoku stuff, I, I remember we were both saying that like that beginning, that first hour. Yeah, was... just the Rengoku shit alone is like. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's better than the whole JDK G movie, man. Yeah, that's it's, valid. It's, it's how well that movie makes you like Rengoku quick, mm -hmm. like RG. Yeah. Like, like not not many characters or movies can pull that off where like the movie's not even about the MC, it's about this other dude and you, you give a shit about him. Right. Yeah. The movie made you like made that happen pretty quick. Exactly. I I just feel like the movie even though the train shit was weak, the ending was just 
Yeah. So well executed. And I feel like that that arc had to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like this JJK didn't have to be a movie. That's valid. That's valid. I like I like these um I like these differing opinions that we have. This was right. this was a good convo. Um I'm glad to hear your perspective because I I don't really talk with anybody else about anime besides you. So when I when I get an alternative point of view, it makes me happy. Um of course. Yeah. So um I guess now it's time for us to pick the next stuff. Do you even um, want to pick anything real, for next real episode? Quick, um real quick fucking I saw this when you said like three kids fighting demons, mm-hmm. and then remind me of this meme where it's like, Tandro is like, Tandro is like, hey guys, we don't have to kill demons, and it was like it shows guts like, what the fuck do you say? <laughs> 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 oh, that shit makes me laugh every time I yeah, see it. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if Gus was in Demon Slayer, the show would probably be over by now. <laughs> facts. Yeah. Um I there's I have more to expand on like the whole shonen anime about them fighting demons. Um, but I will I will talk about that at some point in the future. I won't talk about it now. There's something that I want to talk about in relation to jujutsu that I can't talk about yet, but when the day comes, I will remember to talk about it. So just, you know, we'll put a pin in, in that for now. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So what do you want to watch for the next episode? I think by the time the next episode's done, my dress up down is going to be done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch some of their children. Okay. So I'm going to watch Attack on Titan and Attack on Titan is going to be something that we talk about. You joked on a previous episode, like Attack on Titan should be its own episode. Do you actually want Attack on Titan to be like a whole episode? Do you think Attack on Titan could fit like an hour and 30 minutes, which is like kind of the shortest that I want these to be at least? Um, or do you think we could, we should talk about other well, things as well? If we talk about all of Attack on Titan, it would be a long discussion, I think. Mm. Do you feel like, do you want to do that? Or do you want to just kind of do like we usually do where we hop on and we just talk about like, we just kind of go like wing it kind of. Do you want to prepare? Like, cause it's kind of like doing homework. Like I don't want it. It's up to you if you want to do that. No, it doesn't have to be its own episode. Okay. So let's do Attack on Titan. And we'll talk about that for as long. There's still no limit on that. So do you want to pick two movies or do you want to pick one? Because I still don't want to pick shows yet. Attack on Titan will finish. And I want to pick some very short things um, that I can watch alongside that. Because I want the next episode to be like next week. I want Because Attack on Titan, I think, is going to end with this next episode. And I, Attack on Titan's on Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to call like Wednesday or like Monday next week, if possible. I want to be able to do it as soon as I finish Attack on Titan. But I haven't even started season three, so I have a long way, long way to go. So we will um, we'll talk about Attack on Titan, and then I want to pick two movies that 
are going to be easy to watch. I also don't want to like with Jinro. I did. I, I watched a bunch of. I watched the Red Spectacles. I watched, um, like the the live action. I watched Jinro again because I felt like I need to take notes. I don't want to pick like a try hard movie because I don't want to have to like try hard <laughs> if that makes any sense. So I want to pick something that's a little light and easy. And I have some recommendations if you are okay with me recommending them. But if you have anything in mind, then we'll do whatever you want to do. Um, I'm going to pick things that I know I can find. I'm not going to pick a random thing. So um, one of my recommendations is on Netflix. And then another one uh, I think is on Tubi or something. But um, if we do two, then maybe I'll have to think about the other one. But I have I have one like in the in the bunker if you want me to choose. Um, hold on. Take a turn. I'm, I'm like I'm trying to see if I can find something on one of these sites. Oh, but I've also I've watched the the Kanye West documentary on Netflix. Oh, really? How how was that? Um, like we can we can talk it's, about that after we pick the things. So that shit is insane. Really? Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that in in further detail. Once we pick. It can also be a normal movie, by the way. It doesn't have to be anime. You know what? So you've never seen the Janemba movie? No, I've seen it before. I just don't really remember it that much. Mm. Mm. It's... Oh, bro, I was going to tell you, bro. Fucking... When I went to watch on uh, JJK, like before, you know, before the movie started, they show a lot of like trailers and shit. Mm-hmm. They showed this fucking a trailer for um, Princess Mononoke, and I was like, I was like, I was eating popcorn. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and it showed Princess Mononoke. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's coming to theaters. They're doing that again. Yeah, and it's like it looks so fucking good on the big screen really looked- are you gonna go see it that would be so cool we can do it like <laughs> a second discussion because do you remember when we were like oh we don't have much to say because it's too much and we watched it a long time ago so if you like want to do it again like we can we can watch it again let me see if i can um, bro it looks so cool <laughs> yeah they're doing I that with like a I lot like, of them i was like oh my god thank god i watched all jimmy movies now i can fucking no, I'm not noob when it comes to this shit. <laughs> April 3rd through April 9th? Yeah. April 3rd through April 9th. Wow, it's a whole week. That's pretty cool. Wait, not April 9th. Never mind. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. It's April 3rd, April 4th, and April 6th. Um, Some of them are dub, some of them are sub. You have to pick your poison. Bro, that shit looks so fucking cool. I, I can't like I can't explain how like, <laughs> yeah. I saw, I was like oh my god. <laughs> Just imagine the first time I watched this movie was in in a theater, so <laughs> I had like Bro. I had the same experience. I was like like I, I just Yeah. It was breathtaking, bro. Like, for real. You know, before the Ghibli movies are very, they're like Disney movies before Disney Plus, where like they were super strict, where it's like you have to buy these movies if you ever want to watch them. So, like, um, what what they do is they put them in theaters because they know a lot of people aren't going to buy them on DVD 
like a lot of people are not going to go out of their way to do that. So it's like, hey, if you do you want to come to the theater to watch it? And a lot of people do because a lot of people haven't seen the Ghibli movies. So yeah. right. I'm, I'm surprised they're still doing it. Like I was scared like after HBO Max like went up like, uh oh, are they not going to do it anymore? But they're they're still doing it. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. That was good. Yeah. And uh, have you have you heard of the anime Nana? Yeah, but it's fifty episodes long. It looks cool, but it's really long. It does look cool. <laughs> Do you want to watch it? <laughs> um, I will watch it one day. Yeah, I'll watch. Sure. I'm gonna watch it one day too. You know what? That's um, for damn sure. I want to watch. Um, I'll give I'll give two. I want to pick one. Either we watch Tokyo Godfathers or the Afro Samurai movie. Oh, you've seen that one before, right? I've seen both of them before. Um, we can do Tokyo Godfathers because now I'm finishing Attack on Titan. I think it's, I think it's appropriate for us to start the Satoshi Khan films. So, mm-hmm. do you have something to watch? You know, you're you're okay with watching it on like nine anime because it's not on anything. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, check. I don't think it is. Hmm. Hmm. Last time I saw a show on Amazon Prime was fucking banana, banana fish, whatever. Yeah. Shows fucking gay. (laughs) 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 Well, stop laughing. Because you called it gay, but it is gay. Is that a real gun in your profile picture? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You guys have one, like, in your room? No. Oh, okay. No, wow. no, no, gun, no guns allowed on base. Oh, okay. Interesting. There's a curtain behind you. It looks like a room. It is a room, but mm. it's... That's a big gun for a household. <laughs> That's really yeah, cool. It's, it's an AK-47. Wow. You like your guns? Yeah. <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking? Are, um, you still, are you still looking for Tokyo Godfathers? This video is currently unavailable. Rent. Yeah, it's available to rent. It's not available to watch. Pretty gay. It's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> Millennium Actress. Play movie. Play movie free with ads. Yeah. Even it's even fucking worse. It is worse. Uh, no bullshit. You want to watch something else? No, I still want to watch it. Okay. I'll probably. I'm gonna watch it. Is 
is this how, if I'm gonna rent it or not? That's the real question. Yeah. The girl who leapt through time. You said that was on Funimation, right? I don't, I don't know. I just saw it on Amazon Prime for rent. So what? So what are we gonna do? Um, Tokyo Godfathers, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, Tokyo Godfathers. And do you want to pick one more? Um, it's up. It's up to you. No, I still haven't seen the Cabo Bebop movie. I would love to do that. I have the Blu-ray. It would be easy for me to watch. Bet. All right. Cool. Yes, I'm very excited. I've I've been itching to watch that. All right, Cowboy Bebop and Tokyo Godfathers and Attack on Titan. All right, I'm excited for the next episode. So, um, uh, there's some things that I actually... Oh, what's up? What was you going to say? No, I just remember something I'm, uh, I got to tell you too. Okay, I, I was just saying that like I have... A couple things uh, that I want to talk about, like, like for like the ramble bit. So there's actually more to do for this episode, um, but I wanted to hear about Kanye and whatever you want to yeah. talk about. So go off. Okay, hold on. Cowboy Bebop, Bebop, and Bebop. I'm gonna watch Sundere Children. children children I can't spell and dress up is gonna be done and dress up darling do you see do you see people like hyping her up as like the best uh waifu of the year or whatever dress up darling yeah oh I'm not really on like twitter and stuff like so i i don't see i don't see any opinions on like anime but is i that think what um what's that what's, what's that dude's name what's that big youtuber he made a video just about her Gigguk. <laughs> yeah he just made a video about her oh really i was saying that like as a joke <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah the best waifu of 2022 and it's the girl from jessalon mm. i might check it out you speak very positively of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh. So the Kanye thing. Mm-hmm. Kanye thing is really interesting because the first episode, it starts off with the the cameraman being like, he was a a comedian, and he knew Kanye both grew up in Chicago. This dude was like, this dude stopped whatever he was doing with his career and was like, I'm going to film Kanye before he got famous. Right? He was like, I'm going to film this guy because I know he's going to be big. That alone was like, was mind blowing. Like, That's this really dude stopped, stopped his whole career. was like, I'm going to film this guy. Right. Oh. And like, this is the time when he was just a producer, just giving out beats and shit. And then like Kanye is like in the document, like, Fuck being a producer. I'm a, I want to be a rapper and a producer. And like, he he he's popular for his like his beats and shit, right? So like, whenever you meet 
like, this is like old footage too, like back in the day, yeah. like 2003. You'd be like, you go to a famous rapper and be like, hey, what's up, man? Blah, 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 Kanye West. And they'll be like, that's cool, man. Can I get some beats, bro? And you'd be, like, be like, yeah. And then and he'd make, he'd make, he'd like have his own song. He'll show other rappers his song and be like, Bro, this is Kanye. Was my boy. He makes the best beats, and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting because the dude is still like recording, so like, and it's just everyone just saw him as just the, the beat, the beat guy, right? Yeah. And then he drops his first album, and like he won like so many Grammys, right? It's insane. But it's 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 so fascinating seeing him, like his drive and his motivation to become like a rapper, mm. when everyone's just like playing him down is just the beat guy right it's yeah. just so fascinating like and it's, it's also right that this dude is just recording him off a whim that mm-hmm. he think he's gonna make it right and he did make it it's like it's so like mind-boggling it's so like it's so motivational like you can see the drive on like, on, on kanye like it's insane i'm not even a huge kanye fan but like seeing that was just like mm-hmm. it's crazy and that's episode one it's 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 crazy and um he and then eventually, like he made the, he got in the car accident. That's why his jaw so huge. And he he made that song through the wire. And he's rapping like through the his wire being his jaw his jaw being shut wire shut. And then he's showing it to Pharrell, and Pharrell like this is way back before the song came out. And Pharrell's like, it's one of the hardest, one of the best thing I ever heard. <laughs> Pharrell's going crazy. Like he's showing it to like other people and shit. And then like they make the the music video. And this one back in MTV was like everything right and right like, yeah. it was like it was like mtv music video of the month right he was going crazy and then like and then, um, but back to forever Fred was like yo he's rapping through his job <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so dope and it was like i can't i can't like imagine being in kanye's shoes like seeing like someone like pharrell like he's so huge in the game being yeah. like going crazy to your song and it, it's so like it's it's inspiring. It's honestly like the seeing how he came up and like his his drive. Like, right. I feel like I said this while I was watching the show. I told my boy I was like, in a million different universes, like Kanye would still be rapping in all of them. Like he was born to do this. It was yeah. like yeah. that's how I feel about it. Like he was born. To <laughs> He's Jesus. That's like, the vibe. <laughs> really the vibe I got from episode one. Yeah, uh, it's. It was really good. It's a really good document. Mm-hmm. Then uh, episode two is also good, but then episode three is like modern day, and how like his, the cameraman and Kanye kind of like fell apart with him getting more famous and shit. Right. But that episode one was like mm-hmm. it was really good. But yeah. So that's that's the genius. That's what we call it. That's G- that. And then I, I thought I, it was G. Genius, like G J E E N. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, I am like the biggest. Kanye is the only rapper I listen to. I, I've he's like the only person. If he released something new, I will listen to it. Even before his like rise to in infamous like you know fame, um, Kanye is my favorite rapper. And a lot of the stuff that when they when I heard that they were making the documentary and it was four hours long. I didn't know it was going to be in three parts, but like it was initially right. advertised like it's a four hour movie and it's called 
Gene, yes. I'm like, oh, Kanye, you pretentious piece of shit. Like, so I, I didn't watch it purely on that principle because it seemed as if it was like a puff piece of Kanye in a time where Kanye is getting a lot of shit. And I'm like, okay, I love you, buddy, but I don't, I don't know if I want to watch like an ego project kind of thing. The way you talk about it makes it sound cool. Um, I think. I've I, I watched like some people talk about it and like some reviews and as a Kanye fan already a lot of the stuff you're saying is stuff I already know like mm-hmm. about him being a producer and through the wire and da 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 and it's probably fun to watch that through the context of like this random guy recording everything um but I think a, based on the reviews and based on just me I think the reason why I avoided it was because I just wanted to see something new and it felt right. like it felt like they were promoting it. Maybe this is just my perspe- perspective. Maybe they didn't promote it this way, but I was like, if it's not going to show anything that I don't already know, then it's not worth my time. Um, yeah. Well, and, that's the thing. Yeah. Like I already, I already, of course everyone knows about the producing. I already knew through the wire. Yeah. The song lyrics tell, tell it all, tell it all, but it's not even like through the, through the wire thing. It's just like people's reaction to it. But, the whole produced thing. It's really like it's it really changed my perspective on him seeing it through the through the camera where people are like, Yo, like, yo, you're a good rapper, bro, but yo, send me some beats, bro. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Oh, yo, I, yeah, I heard of Kanye, yeah, he's yeah, he can rap a little, yeah, bro. When he should send they, me some beats. In the first part, when did he did they ever mention that he was under he was making beats for Jay Z? Like Yeah. So knowing that he's making beats for jay-z people were that passive towards him like people were like not giving him a lot of love despite that because that's that's pretty high pedigree in and of itself you know even at the it, not, it's because yeah no that is but people would like you like try to like like i remember he was like went to the label played them his songs i forgot what song one of his popular song he played them a song and they're all just like brushing it off, which later would become one of his most popular songs. And it's like it's so fascinating to see people that's like, uh, here comes the producer trying to rap. Like, wow. It's it was like so cool seeing it from the camera. And like the dude's like filming it all. Like literally like one of his most popular songs, people are like, Here comes the producer guy, you know? Wow. It, it's it's cool. And to see how like he prevails, like this how like the whole rap game is just put, like playing him down as producer to see him like overcome that, right. drop his first album and win all those Grammys. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like, it was fire. That's really cool. That's awesome. I thought it was really good. Okay. What I wish Doc Rennie did, you know, the whole Taylor Swift thing. I wish yeah. they talked they about that. Yeah, they didn't. That's, that's another thing. It's called Gene. Yes. So I don't know if they're really going to talk about all the controversial bits of Kanye's current and past, uh, Oh, they do in the last episode. Okay. Some of all their modern shit. They do. You know, when he's like crazy and like. Yeah, and he's still going. Crazy. Remember when he's like running, running for president, him crying. Uh, uh, my dad wants to abort me. I want to abort my daughter. They talk about they that. that. Yeah. Okay, I might check it out because I. Who talks about it though? The That's cameraman. What... Okay. And the cameraman aren't they aren't friends at the time. Right. How interesting is the perspective of the cameraman about Kanye? I think it is because the dude, they're, they're good-ass friends. Okay. And 
and because they had a little fallout mm-hmm. when he got more famous, it's interesting seeing how he talked about like his old friend. Right. Because like he people would just talk it up to Kanye being crazy, but he would be like, "Yo, I'm really trying to make sure my friends are all right." So that's like kind of what he talks about. Yeah. All right. Cool. The whole producer thing is so cool. Just seeing it. I'll check it out. I wish they talked about the Taylor Swift thing. <laughs> even we we know what happened. Cause you know, like after the Taylor Swift, he drops my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Right. That's like his album, and he did not talk about that shit at all. <laughs> I love that album. I love. Yeah, that. they. I think they they missed it. That's like. Oh, that's the best anime arc in Kanye. It really is. It's so like fire. Because like he came back from being most hated to most loved off just good music. <laughs> yeah, dude, that album. I thought, I thought the dark was good. I feel like it's worth your while. Yeah. Okay. It's really long, and that's another reason why like I avoided it. Um, it's not something that you can like get through quickly. But I will check it out because. You you said positive things. Um, if if you don't like it off the first episode, then just... okay, gotcha. I'll I'll take that into account. I'll watch because it's only an hour long, right? The first one. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll watch episode one. Yeah. Um, and then I saw one more thing. Mm-hmm. I saw how how I met your father. Oh, I watched, okay. I, I, I watched it because <laughs> I'm a huge How I Met Your Mother fan. Yeah, I thought. I watched all of How I Met Your Mother probably like three times. I love that show. Yeah. It's eight seasons long. It's long as shit. I yeah. watched it like three times though, but I love How I Met Your Mother. And I like, I I do, I, and this How I Met Your Father made me realize like I really do like sitcom. I do find this shit funny. Like, like, uh, you know, that 70s show, especially Seinfeld. Like when I was in high school, I used to come home and just watch Seinfeld. I love that show. I'll watch it on TV. Now make it better. Yeah, Seinfeld's It'll awesome. It'll be like random episodes. Even though yeah. this show is episodic anyway. I know. But... You get the the proper experience. That's how you're supposed to watch Seinfeld. Like random ass yeah. episodes. Yeah. And uh, I really, I love Seinfeld. Everyone I talk to says, you like Seinfeld? I'm like, really? There are some people that like take pride in like not finding Seinfeld funny. And I can understand why some people might not find the laugh track enjoyable, but. I love Seinfeld. Yeah. Seinfeld's awesome. I think the cast is so good. Like, yeah, it's very yeah. uh George, the crazy dude. Kramer. Yeah. Kramer. Nigger, 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 nigger. I think the whole just the cast is like the greatest sitcom cast. It's like yeah. they're so funny. All of them are mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. And then um but yeah, I love Seinfeld. Then I watch how like I have to watch how I met your mother. And like, I saw how much your father was coming out. And I was like, oh, she's probably be as the main character. <laughs> I don't want to see a female. Because <laughs> I feel how much your mother is, is like the main character, like, right, trying to get pussy into relationships, right? And eventually, he meets his mom. And now I was like, I don't want to see this this bitch go fuck guys to meet his dad. Right. But I watched it, it was only 10 episodes of the season, and I really liked it. I really like. Uh, is it better than How Much Mother? I don't know because How Much Mother is a season, but so it's about the girl that met the dude in. No, it's about it's a completely different cast. Yes. Okay, and it's and it has fan service because like 
the first episode at the end is like, yo, I bought this new apartment from this dude. And it's <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. And then um, this, like the, they changed like the setting of where the characters usually meet at a bar. But in the last episode, she goes to the bar from How I Met Your, How I Met Your Mother. You're like, oh shit! And then she meets the character from How I Met Your Mother. Oh shit! In the show, like, at, like when she's like fully grown. Right. And she was like, and she was like, the main character, How I Met, the main female character is like, oh, but this dude told me he loved me. And then, and then the main like, I mean, the pretty much the main character from How I Met Your Mother is like, trust me, I know all about relationships because you already <laughs> know her story. Yeah. Yeah. I that's cool, but that's cool. I hope they keep keep going with the cameos, but I enjoy it. That's cool. I feel like if, uh, but I feel like you have to watch How I Met Your Mother to like enjoy the show. Yeah, but I really like it. That's good. Um, have you ever seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? Do you know no. what that is? Yeah. You. I know. Made, I know that guy also made a Seinfeld too. Yeah, it's you should check that out if you like Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld, but oh man, and if you like cameos, that show because the show is about Larry David himself in the same way that Seinfeld is about Jerry Seinfeld, like Larry David, he plays himself. So in the canon of the show, people are like, "Hey, you're the guy that made Seinfeld." Like, like people tell him that, and there's like a whole season where like the plot is like, "Hey, let's get the gang back together," and like he's talking to the cast from Seinfeld as the actors not as the characters so like he's talking to elaine like as her actor and jerry as like it's it's so it's so and it's really good um that's 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 cool as fuck yeah it's it's really cool and and it's still going he's old as hell and he's still making the show um and it's very very funny and it's so much more crass than seinfeld like it's so because it's on HBO, like they get to do a little bit more. Like he, he's um, he's a lot more like him as a character is a lot more rude than Seinfeld, which makes the show like hilarious because he just doesn't give a fuck. Um, you should watch that show. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very okay. good. Um, I was thought about. It. Yeah, my favorite sitcoms are Curb Your Enthusiasm, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And those are the two that really come to mind. Um, but yeah, sitcoms are, are cool. They're very cool. Yeah. So I have a couple of things that I want to bring up. These are anime related things that I think will be interesting to, uh, to talk about. You, you watch all of Black Clover, right? Mm. Do you know that they're making a Black Clover movie now? Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, I did not either. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you how you felt That's about cool. that. Yeah, it is cool. Um, I think there's a trailer. I, like I didn't watch it, though. Like Black Clover and movie budget animation will look insane. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Um, I, I think... The, I think. See, I already know like this movie has a lot of potential. If they're going to do the next arc... This is gonna be movie worthy. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be. Cool. I'm already excited. That's dope. I never want to watch Black Clover because it's too long. But I don't dislike the characters or the world. Can I watch the movie and just like, um, or is it, or are there? I, I don't know what's in the movie. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, 
do I need to watch the show? Is it like super necessary because of events that transpire or um, I know the main characters like is, will that be enough? You think? Well, you said you don't know what's in the movie, so. Hey, I don't know what happened in, okay. in the next arc. I can't, I know the villain. Okay. The villain wasn't the villain of like the show like the devil <laughs> like satan himself or something no maybe but not he hasn't pulled up yet okay interesting i just saw clips of that on youtube and i was like whoa this dude looks cool i like the designs in black clover i like how they draw the characters especially in the i like i like asta mm-hmm. asta on me because they, they had a little uh time skip oh and- did they yeah, and he got way like buff, like buffer. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like you can tell he's grown a little. It's not a huge time skip, but his face definitely changed. And hmm. like, like, Black Clover definitely got better as it went on. Okay, that's interesting. Black always... Clover is kind of like slightly underrated. Mm-hmm. I think it's underrated because it, you know, it was at a time where my hero and stuff in the same vein as like, hey, we like seasonal stuff like Attack on Titan, where you guys get to focus on the animation, not like Dragon Ball Super. It was like around that time. And then Black Clover came out and Black Clover was talked about to the same extent that my hero was. People were like, oh, my God, Black Clover, Black Clover. And then when people realized, oh, this is not like seasonal. Okay, so it's not going to look good. Oh, and it's kind of like Naruto. Okay, I don't think those first few episodes helped at all. Um, no. Like those first like three. I think that's why a lot of people fell off of it. But. Yeah, the show doesn't. Really, it's like you, Hockey Show. Like, it takes to like episode 20. Mm, to get good. Yeah. Yeah, I got to like episode <laughs> 19. <laughs> I really tried. I really tried. He um, just missed it. <laughs> I know, right? Like, uh, um, yeah, it was, it was tough. It was tough, but maybe by a very slim chance, I will check out the manga because I really like the art art in the manga. I think it looks very good. Um, coolest character designs. Very nice. They should have put fucking the sword in Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. That would have been interesting. Black Clover what? reference. <laughs> uh, put a witch clover thing next to it. I'm looking at the trailer. Let me see the trailer too. I'll look at it on my phone. Black Clover. It looks fucking awful. The trailer? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Somebody seen Hopefully, this isn't the movie. Uh, the movie isn't done, but. Right. Yeah. It looks terrible. <laughs> I'm excited, though. <laughs> I'm looking at the trailer. Mm. It definitely does look like the show. Like the best parts of the show are like the trailer. Like that's it. Yeah. That's that. Well, the show the show did have good animation during like the major fight of 
the show, like this first season, the animation was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw clips of those where it was like, oh, like they 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 did like the fight scene like well, I got yeah. I got very discouraged when I got to Mars and like he was kind of a major fight and his I don't want to say he was a major fight but he was a large scale battle, like in the context yeah. of the show there were explosions and stuff and when that was done poorly I was like ah oh, man. And that's that's when I kind of backed out. Um, but then I saw that they like actually did like another fight like pretty well, and I was like, "Fuck, guys should have done that for the Mars fight." I would have I would have kept watching. But uh, I'm happy I fucking finished that shit. Yeah, you watched it weekly, is or you binged the whole thing? I think I caught up. Mm -hmm. I caught up. Like I like, I caught up. It took me a while to catch up though. Yeah, I was far behind did yeah. i drop that like episode 10 <laughs> yeah a lot of people did <laughs> yeah and, and like you know what i fucking like saw an, an opening of the show like a rant like crunchyroll just recommended me like opening eight i watched it i was like i gotta watch the show really yeah. i watch i watch all the openings of black clover i like them all <laughs> it's really good exactly. black clover da, 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 da. <laughs> it's really good it's got good openings a lot of good openings, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention, uh, uh, is there anything else you want to say about Black Clover? Um, I'm actually excited for the movie. Yeah. 2023. 2023. I like that. I like, I like Demon Slayer, like a, lit, lit a fun uh, fire under studios. Now they want to make movies. Yeah, now everybody wants to make movies. I'm happy that it's happening. I'm happy that I'm going to theaters and watching anime with a crowd. It's really fun. I'm excited to experience that uh, in full. Hopefully it comes out in America. Hopefully Black Clover like is popping enough for people for it to get like a wide release. Because I know it's not like the hottest shit on the block, but hopefully, hopefully it gets like a a release where like you know everybody can see it in a theater near them, even if it's only for like a day or two. But yeah, um, what did you think of? Well, yeah, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I wanted to uh, mention that Makoto Shinkai, your name weathering with you, boy, is he announced another movie. And I don't think there's a trailer, but I do think there's a poster. And it's coming out in 2023. I don't remember the name, but it's anime news. Just wanted to mention that. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I like weathering with you. And I'm excited to see whatever he does next. So there's weathering that. Yeah, I, um, I need to watch his other movies because he has a handful. Like five centimeters per second is one that a lot of people talk about. Have you heard? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to recommend that today. Yeah, I mean, is it on anything? I mean, it's on Crunchyroll. It was. It was. Look it up. Five centimeters. I guess it's not anymore. I was mean to watch it. Fuck. Yeah, G Kids just got the rights, so it might get a theatrical release or like a um digital one at least unless if it doesn't already have one let's see let's look at it let's look it up see if it's on anything five i think go ahead i think this show is this movie is referenced in the the garden of garden of words 
Really? It's all a shared universe. Yeah, he likes to do yeah. that, I guess. That's very interesting. I have to watch the Makoto Shinkai cinematic universe. Yeah. Thanos is going to come and he's going to make two people not fall in love. <laughs> Let 50% of the universe die or or save the girl. Save the girl. Yeah. We, know, we know what the weather with you guys are going to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't give um, him that off, please. <laughs> We're all fucking uh, dead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that briefly. That'll be cool whenever it drops. Um. I wonder then, why your game was so popular. Because a lot of people didn't notice the flaws. Yeah, but like, what are you choose? It's like as. It's just like better. Yeah, it is. I do agree. Your game is so like. I remember when it came out in 2016. It was like the, all you could see. Yeah. When it came to anime. Yeah, I liked it in 2016 too. So, um, I'll chalk my liking it to just not recognizing the issues and not even not even liking it. It's like why was it so like popular? popular? Like, I don't know. It has an 8.4 on IMDb. I think it was marketed very well. I think there were like commercials and like it was trending on social media. And like, I think the way it was marketed really helped. Maybe that can be attributed. It has, it has incredible reviews. <laughs> yeah, because to a lot of people, it was like the best movie ever. It um, just looks, it looks, it looks very good though. Yeah, it's still a very good-looking movie, um, and I can it was understand. Like number two on like my anime list for a long time. Yeah, it was like number two, it like rivaled fucking Full Metal Alchemist. And then people came to their sense, senses. What <laughs> yeah. um, what's on top of Mal? Full Metal. I love that Attack on Titan up there. Yeah, that's really nice. Attack on Titan is four and five. Fruits basket. Fruits basket. Fucking. Um, what's the show called again? Legendary Galactic niggas dropped. Yeah. <laughs> drop, drop down where? To eleven. It's still like. Yeah. It's, I. It's all. Oh, like it's pretty much a tie. Yeah. Same I wonder if full metal is ever gonna be beat on this list. Yeah. I, I need to rewatch full metal. Me too. That's a lot of people's default answer for like best anime. Yeah. I want to rewatch Full Metal as well. Whenever you decide to do so, let me know. I'll rewatch it with you. Instead of watching Full Metal, we can watch Nana. Yeah, I would like to watch Nana. I wonder because it's old. So I wonder if it's like an episodic thing, if there's a story, if like, I don't, I don't, I'm interested what kind of show it is. Because there are a lot of, old anime that are like 50 plus episodes that are just kind of fun episodic adventures is nana a story like, or is it like gto well G Great uh, i've never seen gto but is that what that is it doesn't have like a story or anything I, no it's just long it's long oh really i thought it was like yeah. six episodes six how many episodes is it 
from there from that savings. Wow. It's not it's more than like twenty six? I believe so. Interesting. Yeah, is it gonna be like GTO or is it gonna be like Monster or like uh Legend of the Galactic Monster. Heroes? Yeah. Forty three episodes. Oh wow. Fuck. I did not I never knew that. I think I'm confusing it with Golden Boy. I get those two mixed up because they look like cool. And they both have G. GTO? Yeah. Have you seen it? No. There's a lot of old shows we got to watch, Manny. There's a lot of 50 episode joints. Before but we die. Our final episode is going to be Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when we officially ran out of anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be when we're 80 years old. So I thought the main character was cool. And you're going to be like, well, I thought it was boring. What did you say? <laughs> like, it's not fucking better than fucking the Black Clover movie. <laughs> Ah, that's gonna be fun. I'm excited for. I'm I want to ex- see Violet Evergarden too. Say again. Violet Evergarden. Oh man, I love Violet Evergarden, dude. I never watched that. Have you ever yeah. seen Clan Ad? No, I would love to watch Clan Ad. I've heard a lot of things about it. Yeah. Um. What other anime are on your little watch list in in the back of your head? Monogatari, fucking. Universe, dude, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that day when we can start those. Like, I have that in the back of my my head too. I've heard it's like it it's try hard. Like from what I've seen of it, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit from that. Yeah. Like he's a mono guitar. Right, that's a good one. There's a that's lot a- of like mono. Tare. like there's like multiple in the same like they're like a franchise it's it's weird there's bake mm-hmm. kizu i don't know there's there's other ones too mm-hmm. there's yeah. a bunch of them um yeah very much monster mm-hmm. um mm. 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 Hey, hey, mate, the movie's that high. Damn, I gotta fucking watch that show. Mm. Maybe I should watch the show That's so we can what talk about it. What? Mo, this is definitely Chinese. This is not Japanese. Mo Dao Zushi Wajimi Baya. Why you wa 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 Hold on. I've seen a Chinese anime before. I've I watched an anime called Thunderbolt Fantasy. It, I wouldn't even call it an anime. It was like with puppets. It was very interesting. Eighty six part two. What the fuck yeah. is that show? I show fucking. It came out last year. I watched the first part. I was not impressed. But they, it's ranked forty-seven a mile with an eight point seven. I guess I have to watch it. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I've never watched the Uli in April. Me neither. I'm going to add that to like my Manny recommended. I didn't know. That would be a good anime for both of us to watch. That's like really popular. Neither of us have seen it. We should have watch it. Have you seen Haruhi Suzumiya? No. You mentioned that on like the first episode. I do want to watch that though. I've heard good things. No way JoJo Part 5 is the highest rated JoJo. <laughs> it's just because it's the most recent. JoJo? I, just, I like seeing JoJo die. Okay. Jujutsu Zero is ranked 86. Mm. It's higher than the end of Evangelion. <laughs> this is where I crossed the line. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, moving yeah. train is above Princess Mononoke. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters yeah. anymore. I never ever in my life took this risk, this list serious. Yeah, it's just um, it's just stats. It's just what people think. I feel like. I feel like Steins Gate is the only thing that's accurate here. Yeah. I just don't like how they have like Gintama like ranked like seven different times in like the top ten. Like yo, chill. Yeah, because they, they do them by season. It's really Gintama's I swear if I watch Gintama's not this good, bro. Maybe I'm just hating, but I've I it's too long for me to even give it a try. Like I'm, I'm never gonna try it because it's too long. But I heard good things. It doesn't, based on what I've heard, it sounds like something I would enjoy. But I don't, I don't got that type, type of time. Yeah. Well. All right. We um, got. No, yeah. see, we got, we got a lot of good shows to watch. Yeah, we do. I think, I think our next anime should be Your Line April. That would be really fun. I would like that as well. Um, I think we do that. We do Clan Ed. Then we do Monogatu. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta be... watch uh, the Monte Cristo show. Yes. Yes, we do. I'm like familiar with that story too. So that will be fun. Because that's like based on like a. It's like an old. Not Shakespeare. Yeah, Monte, Monte Cristo, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, I have yeah. I have like a whole list of shows that I know you haven't seen that like I'm ready to recommend. Like Harui's on there, Your Lion April's on there. I'll put Clan Ad on there. Well, Just... uh, Violet Evergarden too. Okay. If you uh, watch Violet Evergarden, we gotta watch the movies. I already I already watched it. I've already. Seen okay. it. Yeah, I've seen the whole thing and the movie. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> that was like before we even like started doing this, though. That's that's why. Um, yeah, kind of mad that didn't watch that shit when it's coming out. It was on Netflix. I started watching some fucking dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. started watching some fucking isekai. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. There were there were two movies on Violet Evergarden. I saw both of them in theaters. Oh, that shit was so crazy. That was fun. 
Uh, Whenever an anime is coming to theaters, I'm going to watch it no yeah. matter what. Cool. That's good because I I would like to do that too. It'll be fun to cuz I wanted to do that with like Bell, but I was like Manny probably doesn't want to go to a theater to watch this. So but next time a popular anime movie comes out, that's what we'll do. I like when we do the theater ones and then like two when we have like a main one and then we have like two like side ones. That's always fun. It makes the episodes feel relevant. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in, I'm excited for the, the anime we got lined up. Yeah, this one will be fun. So what did you um I'm sorry, what did you Tokyo Godfathers? No, what did you say for like things to add to the list? The anime regarding Clan Ad Haruhi Onogatsuri. Mm-hmm. Monte Cristo. Yeah, Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. God damn, there's like 20 movies that pop up. Monte Cristo's already there. There we go. You gotta do your line, April. Yep. Uh, um, Hi, Bonnie yeah. Renme. I'm still looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely put that one down. And uh, Serial Experiments Lane. I'm also looking forward to that. Fuck yeah, but that's gonna be a tryhard. Yeah, that's like that's like the only like major classic one. I guess you're lying, April too, that we haven't seen, or that's yeah. not that you haven't seen because like when I look at your list, I'm like, this is like every popular show that's like existed for our anime generation. Um, yeah, so, I, so I remember when I was first watching anime, my my I wanted to like join the conversation, so I watched the popular shit. Yeah. When I when I was first watching anime, I um on the Adult Swim app, like I trusted Adult Swim as like a person to recommend a show to me because like I don't know, Adult Swim in and of itself is kinda like a personality, right? So like if if Adult Swim like puts something on Toonami, it's basically Adult Swim saying, like, hey, this is like we think this is cool. You should check this out. So on the Adult Swim app in high school, they would do marathons, free marathons of just like random shows like Cowboy Bebop. And they would do 24-hour marathons of Cowboy Bebop every week. So I'd watch. That's how I watch Cowboy Bebop. That's how I watch Space Dandy. That's how I watch Ghost in the Shell. That's that's how I got into most of the stuff that I that I got into. Um, yeah. That's that was my experience with anime. I I also I also wanted to be part of the conversation. So my friends, like the anime friends that I had online, was it was it was, with them. It was about like One Piece. Um, so that's that's why I'm like actually caught up to One Piece because of them. Um, yeah, and yeah, and then when I was doing YouTube, whenever a game came out, I was like, I have to read the manga on this game so the reason why i read berserk before anybody else was because the game was coming out and the reason why i read jojo was because the game was coming out and that's my that's my story yeah but but, i got i got um a little more show to add on mm-hmm. add on this right here link click yeah link click that might already I be there 
No, but we met. You mentioned it on like one of the first episodes. I remember it. Yeah, it's, it's a Chinese one. Really? It's Twelve episodes. Hmm. And I heard it's spectacular. All right. From what I remember, I'm not gonna read the synopsis. I think we should watch this the next episode, the next next one. This mm-hmm. is on twelve. But from what I remember, the dude goes into people's bodies and like experiences like their pain yeah do you want do you want to reserve so what's what are we going to do with sunny boy are we just going to wait until i eventually watch it or do we want to you can watch you can watch whenever okay i'll watch it just whenever and then we'll talk about it um additionally on one of them but yeah um that's that's that it's a wrap Uh folks all right, so um, we got Tokyo Godfathers, Attack on Titan, and Cowboy Bebop the movie. So we'll try to get all of these done by, by um, like let's let's aim for Wednesday next week, like this Wednesday. So yeah, it, that that shouldn't be too hard. Um, all right, uh, once again, thank you, Manny. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. That is, uh, it's it's been fun. I enjoy talking to you. I miss this. I literally was like waiting all week, looking forward to to this call. Um, I had so much, so much to say, so much to talk yeah, about. These episodes, uh, it's just a fun, very fun. All right, so I'm going to. We don't have people to talk about this shit with. I know. If I we know. go this deep with other people. <laughs> they wouldn't get it <laughs> <laughs> they they wouldn't it's always if I tried to explain Porco Rosso to someone they wouldn't get it <laughs> yeah yeah man um, I want to send you something for your birthday can you text mm. me your address for when I do that sure alright do that when you Get the chance. May 20th, right? Yeah. Okay. That's why I remember that. Yeah. Um, the only reason I remember is because it's the day after my mom's birthday. That's Interesting. why. Yeah. Well, I'm expecting the the whole collection of Berserk. <laughs> uh, no, that cost like $300. <laughs> that was so expensive. Um, I still need to get those future volumes. But um, yeah. All right, buddy. Um, I'm bouncing. I'm out of here. Nah, bro. Good All episode. Right. Yes, good episode. See you, See you next time. All right, see you, bro. Deuces.